What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Texan and the Mexican podcast with your hosts, James and Stud Muffin Juan. And uh, today's a beautiful day. Got chilly somehow. Like, we went from what, 80 degree weather a few days yeah. ago to super came windy. home yesterday evening, super windy, and it's in the 40s. Yeah. Good Texas. old Texas. <laughs> Hot last week. And we get a random cold front for a couple of days this week. Yeah, feels good though. I like that wind it. is brutal. Yeah, it's been pretty harsh. Mm-hmm. When I was driving, it's just my car's just going from one side to the other. Yeah. Oh yeah, this constant swing. Yeah, yeah we went to visit my girlfriend's parents yesterday because her uh, her mother and her grandmother just recently recovered from having COVID a few weeks ago, and <clears throat> so we went to go visit them. And she was complaining about the wind. Yeah. Blowing her car around. And I was just like, just hold on to the steering wheel. Right. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it was a good visit. We It was it was nice visiting them, seeing everyone's okay. Her mom's just, like, out of it still. Really? Yeah. Uh, She's like, like my girlfriend says, she's like, I never heard my mom talk like she's an old granny. <laughs> and she kind of was. She was kind of like, hey, how y'all doing? And normally she's not like that at all. She's just like, hey, what's going on, Juan? <laughs> I don't know. That's a bad impression of her, but you get the point. Yeah. You think it has something to do energy. with COVID? Oh, yeah. Because I asked her, I was like, man, it really took you out, didn't it? And she's like, yeah. And like, she was like, you know, frugally like looking over at me and just saying, yeah. And then, but, I mean, she's, she's normal. She's just got to slowly get back. Yeah. I mean, she's okay. She's got to slowly get back to the normal. I feel like it hit her hard. Like, oh, I was at the hospital. I could have. Yeah, she said the being died. at the hospital that really fucked with her uh, sleep pattern. Did she see other patients with COVID? There. Uh, I don't know. She didn't say anything about that. She had her own room, and apparently, the room she had was the coldest. And all the hospital staff that would have to go in there and uh, do the visits they got to do with the her. Uh, Loved yeah. loved visiting her because she had the coldest room. Because all the other patients on the floor, uh, very small hospital, by the way, uh, were uh, like senior citizens. So they're like saying like, yeah, all their rooms are like at eighty degrees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's like stupid hot. It's like yeah. I forgot he went to that hospital. Yeah, a little small one. I was thinking like JPS. Yeah. Well, it's convenient because they they literally live right behind it. Yeah. So it was great. That was good. Uh, but yeah, they're both good. Her grandmother sounds great. Looks <laughs> looks great. But she she was she was blessed that uh, she made it. I mean, eighty four years old uh, has C- COPD and only half a lung left from yeah. lung cancer from twenty two years ago. Uh, removed. I wonder if it's gonna affect her. You know, later on. Yeah, you like uh, the, yeah, the people. Lungs yeah. Heart. Oh yeah, yeah. The heart uh, effects later, or but other people have weird stuff like uh, like James Manor, the lead singer from Tool, mm-hmm. uh, said he has like weird. Uh, what did he say? He described his hands have weird tingling sensations now, and ever oh, since really? he had it, yeah, ever since he recovered from it, that's what I have too. Really? Yeah. Like to this day? No, not to this day. But oh, just but why you had COVID? No, afterwards. Uh, Remember, my hands were peeling. Oh, that was after your COVID? Yeah. Oh. Once I got back, it was like tingly, but it was 
That was weird. Yeah, and you had to go see like a s- dermatologist. S- dermatologist, and yeah, that was weird. What? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was from COVID, but by the looks of it, it might be. What did the derma- uh, dermatologist say? He said it's. Well, he told me it was a chronic, you know, thing that I'm gonna have forever. Oh, yeah, every year. And I'm like, don't, don't tell me that. Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck, man? Like, I was like he was like something must have uh, you know like turned Act- it on activated it yeah and i was like was it covid was it yeah <laughs> but he was like it might have been but he thought because you know how a lot of people started using dermex and yeah the hand cleaners. sanitizers yeah like, he said it might have been that or something else i was like uh huh we'll see so i'm expecting in september Another flare up yeah if it doesn't happen then might have been just covid oh because when it happened it happened last september it was uh wait no it wasn't August wait yeah oh yeah it started in August and it it went down till November damn those days sucked though and what did you what he he like gave you he gave me a cream well I first went to like Care Now and he yeah. gave me pills which helped but it was just like weakened my immune system so it wasn't fighting so it weakened like my whole body yeah. I don't know. But it didn't hurt, but they were sensitive. And then they started hurting again. So that's when I went to the dermatologist and they gave me a cream and that helped out. Damn. But then I stopped taking the cream because my hands were like all better. Yeah. And it got worse after afterwards. Really? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't even remember that at all. And then, and then now December, they're, they're perfectly fine. Since December, yeah. yeah, they look like nothing ever happened to them. Yeah, like, like fresh baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> Minus your dirty fucking fingernails. But oh, sorry. Nah. <laughs> but um, yeah. Damn. Oh well. I forgot about that. Yeah. The old skin condition, but yeah, <laughs> they were. Uh, her parents were doing great. Uh, it was a good fun visit. Uh, but. What's interesting right now is, uh, was it the Grammys and the Bill Burr situation with the Grammys? Yeah. First of all, huge, huge fan of Bill Burr. Been a f- huge fan of his since, uh, damn, when he had hair. <laughs> it's, ever since he had hair, I was a fan of Billy Bitch Burr. All right. And uh, Juan's just now discovering him. And I think he's gonna become a fan too. Told him check out his stand ups on Netflix. Maybe. Or he's got a podcast, Monday morning podcast, where he sometimes it's him and his wife Nia. Mm-hmm. She's she's pretty funny. I like the way she get and him, uh Bill Burr riled up on shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. And uh but yeah, so so apparently here's the title. Uh, one of many articles on this subject uh, from, was this Upro Double X? Is that how you pronounce this website? I guess. It's U, it's literally the letter U Pro Double X dot com. Uh, they have it under their section called Viral. And the title is Bill Burr is Catching Heat for the Disrespect Quotations He Showed to Latin Grammy Winners as a Presenter. Latin Grammy? Latin. Yeah, they they had him uh, present the Latin oh, awards. Okay. Like all of them. All the Latin ones? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That's so weird, yeah. though. 
Why yeah. you only have Latin in there? What do you mean? Like him? The no, rep- no, like or? as in awards. Does that make sense? Oh, there was like a plethora of categories within the Latin awards. There was like tropical. No, I'm I- talking about like, you know, you have oh. like a- Asians or Indian, you know, those type. Oh, well, they might have. That's I weird. Did, I I, not that I know of. They don't right. We, we Neither Grammys. one of us watched it. So right. <laughs> I've just seen the clips of Bill Burr and I can just tell by him presenting it. It's just like, seems like there's hardly anyone in front of him. It, it kind of seemed like it was just a film crew mm-hmm. in front of him because he, when, when he made a joke, he just heard like, it sounded like two people laughing. <laughs> and it sounded like the this giant area they're in with all this stuff on the stage. It sounded like a giant empty area, like, like audience-wise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it sounded like he was just up there by himself just trying to make something, make it work. But, yeah. uh, so I guess uh, we'll go ahead and, for folks who are listening and dying to know what he said is controversial, we'll play a quick clip real quick of... It's a compilation of all his jokes from the Grammys. Uh, if you want to find it on your own devices, it's on YouTube channel The Laugh Planet. Uh, title: Bill Burr at the Grammy Awards 2021. All right, so let's see. Let's see one. This is your first time here, right? Yeah. All right. All right. It's about six minutes. Here we go. for that sublime performance. I feel like I'm in a virtual heaven. (laughs) And now let's mingle and jingle with the stand-up comedian who taught us on Netflix that F is for family. (laughs) He's nominated for his first Grammy this year in the best comedy album category. Ladies and gentlemen, here's Bill Bill Burr. (laughs) Okay, thank you, Janae. How are you? Was I the only one who wanted to kill himself during that piano solo? Um, (laughs) I bought a suit for this. I thought I was going to be on TV. I'm such a moron. I am losing so much money right now. All right, shout out to all the rock stars that I wanted to meet tonight who are watching at home instead. I'm talking to you, Don Dawkin. All right? What, I'm old. That was my first concert. All right, here are the next categories. Up for bids. For best Latin rock... All right, and the Grammy goes to Fido Paez. Love you. For best regional Mexican music album, including Tejano. The- I can't say this name. Not only, not only what? All right. Uh, <laughs> and the winner, uh, the Grammy goes to. Natalia Lafourcade. <laughs> Dude, you. Oh, I will. Ex- oh, sorry. I will accept on behalf of her. If I butchered her name, I'm sorry. Natalie, you won. Natalia. For best tropical Latin album. Hey, how many uh, feminists are like going nuts? So how, why is this cis white male doing all this Latino stuff? Uh, and the Grammy goes to 
Grupo Niche. Hey, Niche. For best orchestral performance, the nominees are orchestral. What? And the Grammy goes to Gustavo Dudamel, conducting the Los Angeles Philharmonic. I will be accepting the Grammy on behalf of Gustavo Dudamel. Congratulations. Crush that one. For best <laughs> opera recording. He actually the didn't mess up are... that one. <laughs> All right. And the Grammy goes to Frederick Ballantyne. Uh, Angel Blue, Densi Graves, Latino Moore, Eric Cohen. My name is Angel Blue. I'm so honored to be the representative for the evening, everyone. Thank you. Yeah, for they... best choral performance, the nominated conductors are seven, nine, and the Grammy goes to Joanne Folletta, James K. Bass, and Adam Lubicki. I will accept the, this Grammy on their behalf. <laughs> By the way, most of these for people aren't even bothering music. to Small show up for their awards of any shape or form. Well, this is LA, right? Hey, how you doing? Party? All right. And the Grammy goes know. to Contemporary Voices Pacific Quartet. <laughs> Whoa, thank you for your loyalty and support. Thank you so much. For best classical instrumental solo performance. And the Grammy goes to Richard O'Neill and David Allen Miller. That was for best classical solo <laughs> vocal album. <clears throat> and the Grammy goes to Sarah Braley, Dashen Burton, and Jane Blatchy. Blatchley. <laughs> oh my God! This means so much. Thank you. For best classical compendium. And the Grammy goes to Isabel Leonard, Michael Tilson Thomas, and Jack Bad. Oh my god! And the Grammy goes to Christopher Rouse. Do what one? What's the racist oh, joke? This is a wonderful recording. Talking about. Thank you all once again. Uh, for best compilation soundtrack album for visual media. We'll see. Uh, I don't recall any. I know they attacked them for being disrespectful. And the Grammy goes to Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Oh, I forgot I wanted to see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's the guy from yeah, what Tiki or whatever. For best from score soundtrack Ragnar? album, yeah, he's a badass director. Sorry, I wasn't listening to that one. I'm gonna butcher this. And the Grammy goes to Hilder Gunadutar for Joker. <laughs> Thank you. For best song written for visual media, the nominee. So if that sounded weird to anybody, is this a compilation where it's just edited to hear Bill Burr only? Like that's why it sounded weird with the people who actually did did a video acceptance. I don't see the But yeah. The racist part. Okay, you didn't? I don't 
Is that what they're claiming? Oh, that's what he said, didn't you? Or let me see. What was no. the disrespect he showed to Latin Grammy winners? And also in this article, they're like, he uh, what is it? How? He he uh, was it? What the way they worded it on here? A, a decent joke about the piano part. But things quickly spiraled for Burr, who's being criticized after not knowing how to say a winner's name and mocking feminists, as well as the disrespect he showed the nominees and winners. Oh. I I saw nothing wrong with what... That, that's Bill Burr, by the way. That's who the fuck he is. And <laughs> guess what? You don't like it. Go watch something else. <laughs> like... If it was if it was Kevin Hart, no one would have said anything. Oh, you think so? I guarantee. You know what? This is probably you're probably right about that. Maybe because that's how Kevin Hart is. Like you, everybody knows mm-hmm. Kevin Hart and how he acts. Yeah, how he says, Bill Burr. I. You told me he's a comedian. He's talking like a comedian. Yes, that that's a comedian's mindset right there. Yeah. And if you're not, if you don't understand that, you have no business. Per- like watching comedians at work, like you just don't get it. Yeah. Like, plus you put a white guy speaking Spanish names. Obviously, that, he's gonna mess up. Right. Who doesn't have a background of being around Hispanics where he grew up and all that? He grew up in fucking Boston. Yeah. All if right? you put me <laughs> like, listing out the names, I would do a way better job. That's just because I know Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> like, period. Like, Born and raised <laughs> in Mexico. For or a little bit at least, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't see the anything wrong with it. In all honesty, I was waiting for the punchline. I was like, "Where's the, where's the controversy?" Yeah, I'm like, well, "What's going on?" Mm-hmm. All right, nothing, <laughs> nothing. I just, I thought it was funny. I thought it was Burr being <laughs> Burr, and he was he he knew he was fucking up, and he was trying to make fun, make it funny. And even that's said, what I'm comedians sorry. do. Yes, yeah. he's sincere, dude. If you know anything about him or you've been following him at all for any length of time, you would know that. Yeah. But to sit here and just judge him off these tiny little clips is <laughs> bizarre, and you are part of the problem That's to dumb. judge someone like that. Like, these people who judge and want to judge Bill Burr like this, I guarantee you they are, they are, you can find some real nasty shit on them. That's oh, yeah. real fucking disgusting. Maybe even criminal, but you know they. Everyone gets to be uh, anonymous judges, mm-hmm. judgment. Yeah, pretty much. A bunch of judge dreads out there, <laughs> <laughs> just so uh, dumb. Fucking jury and executioner. That's the mm-hmm. I don't get it. The mentality on social media. Social media is this seems like it's this not a good thing for our species, but but like, nope. yeah. There's first of all his opening joke that was hilarious. Like. Listening to that piano, I felt like killing myself. Yeah, it sounded like a depressing fucking song. Yeah, that's the <laughs> point. <laughs> like, but I don't know if people are attacking him for that at all. But no, I don't think so. I think it's mainly the the quick f- feminists are going nuts. Why is the CIS white male doing all this Latino stuff? I'd be like, you don't blame him for that. You blame him. You blame the Grammys for putting him right. There. They hired not him, him. and. My thing is, how on earth is this offensive? But, but no one said shit about Ricky Gervais's uh, Golden Globes hosting. Mm-hmm. Man, he really tears them apart. And not, I'm not saying I'm offended by it. 
mm-hmm. not offended by comedians ever. I know <laughs> what they're fucking doing. Yeah. Uh, but Ricky Gervais goes hard on the Golden Globes, man. Like the last one he did, damn, it was great. Yeah. Like it was fucking great. He hit all of them hard. He hit Apple hard for uh, having Chinese slaves make their products. <laughs> like, he literally calls them out why this dumbass CEO is sitting there like, that's not cool. Right. <laughs> oh, it's not. Yeah, it is not cool having slaves make your products. Like, Was Tim Cook there? I know if Dave Bezos was, and he roasted him. Yeah, it, well, when he <laughs> talked about the Apple, yeah, uh, they panned to him, and oh, I really? recognized him. I, <laughs> I don't know his name, but well. I guess that's his name. But I recognize him. Way to go, Jay. Kind of shaved glasses, pointy nose. I think you're talking about Jeff Bezos. No. Just Tim Cook has hair. That's why I said shaved, like not sh- to the skin, like oh, shaved okay. down, like real short. Yeah. Th- uh, it's been a while since I've seen him. Yeah. But no, yeah, he was there. Yeah, okay. And then they panned to him, and it was hilarious. They would pants to some of these uh, celebrities in the audience, and they would just be cringing, like, this isn't cool. That's like Tom Hanks was one of bu- one oh, of yeah. them. And I was just like, really, Tom Hanks? Get fucking real. I like Leonardo DiCaprio. He was laughing with him. I was like, yeah, I like this guy. Yeah, he he busted Leo pretty good. Uh, <laughs> what do you say? Uh, uh, he's like, damn it. How about I not butcher it and I'll just find it? But uh, yeah, what, thinking, like he'll what, find a younger girlfriend by the end of the Oscars, or he'll break up uh, with the, his girlfriend. Something about the premiere of uh, yeah, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It was by the end of the this uh, whatever it was the girlfriend's gonna be too old for him <laughs> he's gonna go find a new one yeah it was something along the lines the the premiere to once upon a time in hollywood was so long by yeah. the end of it leo had a Get uh, another girlfriend uh broke up with his date because she got too old, too old for him, for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it panned to him and he was laughing like yeah. hard dude like yeah that's a real dude right there but <laughs> he make those jokes like the one about the apple and slave like mm-hmm. tom hanks sitting there all cringing and you know that ceo douchebag of apples is sitting there like not cool like well that's fucking weird you like y'all are snobby when some real shit's being yeah. said I don't, I don't get where their morale is. Like, it's true. Like, you can't deny it. Exactly. But, like, if that happened to me and I was there, I'd be like, you got me. Like, I would be like, that's a good one. Yeah, like, need to, we yeah. need to work on that slavery so, thing. I would be like, yeah, good. good yeah. Good. <laughs> Just take it. It's a joke. Calm down. Yeah. And, I was preaching on one of them, though. Like, oh. on some of them, I was like, is he going to get in trouble? <laughs> Oh, this because that's the culture yeah. that got developed oh, like, for the last 10 years. Yeah, Like, I find it funny. I was like, but I know this is oh, going to be dude. consequences for this. No. <laughs> no, you don't. You don't fuck with the Ricky Gervais, right. huh? <laughs> but uh, but I like the guy. I like him. I've seen him, you know, interviews. I like his mentality, his way of thinking. He's pretty. Ricky Gervais? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a really brilliant dude. Yeah, uh, He's the original creator of uh, The Office. office. But that you know is from the UK. But now nah, I like him. It's pretty cool. Let's see. I won't play the whole thing. I'll just skip oh. around to these. Oh, sorry. No, no I'm just sorry. I didn't tell you <laughs> I was playing it. Dum 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 dum. Pleased to know this is the last time I'm hosting these awards. So <laughs> I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, <laughs> NBC clearly don't care either, fifth time. So, I mean, Kevin Hart, 
was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English. And <laughs> they've no idea what Twitter is. So I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a De Niro on his table, we're enjoying it. Shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. Right so on. Right the fuck on, right? What we were talking about just the other time on, mm -hmm. you know, death is certain. Like, loosen up, folks. Right. Like, holy <laughs> shit. You're not going to be alive for thousands of years. No. So this language police is really useless. Let me, let me yeah. see if I can find it. Remember that. Um, but you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, <laughs> no. She's the... Shush. You know who that is? No. She, okay, you remember when uh, uh, the, the college scam <laughs> was going on with a certain uh, group of Hollywood celebrities? Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. She's, she's the one that got sent to prison. Uh, yeah, they were lying yeah, I remember. on their, what, children's transcripts so they can get accepted to colleges that otherwise, technically, they would never make it in. Yeah, I remember. You know, the rich, privileged life. You yes. Know, that's basically what that is. Like, average people, <laughs> everyday people like us, nope. no, unless we just figure out on our own how to scam them, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. It's her, it's her daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, this table alone, uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But <laughs> Baby Yoda. Oh, that's, that's Joe Pesci, sorry. Um, <laughs> I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, <laughs> but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one up. thing in common. Yeah. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. <laughs> He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, talking of all you perverts, it was a big year... <laughs> It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, <laughs> surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. I don't care. I don't care. I know he hates religion. Yeah, he's atheist. Many talented people of color were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So... <laughs> Fifth time. <laughs> and so, it pans with Tom Hanks. He's just got this we disgust were look. Do an in but it did look like he smiled at the I end of it. When I saw the list yeah. of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. So, <laughs> maybe next year. Let's, let's see what happens. <laughs> no one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. No one really watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. 
This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win, everything, good night. But right. no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife instead of watching this show. It's one of his that, new shows. That's like a show it. about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. Mm -hmm. And it's still more fun than this, okay? <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. <laughs> you had to make your own way here and your own plane, didn't you? Right, but m seriously, most films are awful, lazy, remakes, it to sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. <laughs> All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. Have we got, a, have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. <laughs> no point. We know we'd win that. Um, Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. He said they're not real cinema, and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides, is he? <laughs> it's tiny. <laughs> right. The Irishman was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I still haven't seen it. Have right. you seen that? My, my, it was great. Uh, God, I need to watch long, that. Long, but amazing. Um, long? <laughs> it wasn't the only epic movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long. Dude. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So <laughs> <laughs> I think the Apple one's coming up. And then we'll That's where he starts for Prince Steve. Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate. You know, you're nearly 50, son. Um, <laughs> The world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. What did he do? I don't he was know. also in the movie Cats, but <laughs> no one saw that. Um, and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said, this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, right? <laughs> but Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she, I can't do this next joke. <laughs> Oh my God, this one's crazy. Because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg, and licking her own minge. <laughs> furble, furble. She's old school. Um, it's the last time, who cares? Oh. Apple roared into the... The TV game with a morning show, a superb drama. Yeah. Well, there here it is. Drama Told you. About the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, 
don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, <laughs> so come true. up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and fuck off, okay? What's <laughs> <laughs> so, stop right there, like, that's spot on, dude, like, there's a couple minutes left, but damn. He's savage. I mean, compared to that, they're attacking Bill Burr over this. Like, and either way, I mean, you attack Ricky Gervais, he he don't give a shit. No. And guess what? <laughs> guys like me are gonna support him because it's comedy. That's pretty good. Laugh at yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, smidges of truth is part of the comedic world. Mm -hmm. That's the funniest thing. Yeah, that's, oh, that was uh, fucking great. Uh, like, <laughs> just do your dumb little speech, thank your God, and fuck off. <laughs> it's true. It's just like, you, no one's listening to y'all, like, celebrity-wise. Like, you know nothing, like, like you used to, but now you don't. Yeah. It's, some of them used to. Some of them. It's a different era now. Yeah. Well, this is all about the publicity. Like, oh, I might go help this, you know. Oh, virtue, are you talking about virtue signaling? Yeah. Yeah, and then the out being outraged and jumping on the bandwagon of being blindly hateful and outraged yeah. at someone else who's actually trying to make a career out of their lives. Mm -hmm. Very bizarre times. It is. Like, fucking stupid. But the Grammys, like, first of all, who gives a shit about your awards other than the person who won it might give a shit? But... Like the the idea of the awards is just stupid. Like it doesn't mean anything, right? Like, um, do you think? What do you I think? I don't know. Like it's just a little trophy. Like Richard Feynman, who's a, I think he was a physicist, like world famous physicist from like the seventies, sixties, seventies, and eighties. Uh. I can play a clip. There's an awesome two-minute clip of him talking about awards and how he doesn't understand them. Because he got, like, those, you know, the biggest award you can get being a scientist. The Nobel Peace Prize? No, it's not the Nobel no, Peace Prize. No, it's uh, oh. something else, but... Uh, oh, I forgot. He'll talk about it in the... Probably in that two-minute clip I can play in a little bit. But uh, he just kind of just goes over, like, I don't understand awards because the real award is someone using your work to progress their own work. Yeah. And then, you know, appreciating your work that you put out there. And that's the real award. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like like, uh, like Kurt Russell once talked about uh, uh, how every once in a while someone will come up to him and go, hey, man, I really liked you in the movie The Thing, mm -hmm. and which catches him by surprise because he figured that's probably one of his lesser-known movies, less popular movies. And he's just always like, you know, all taken back and just like, oh, wow, thanks. Like, yeah. Which, by the way, the thing, if you haven't seen that, like the original one, fucking great for <laughs> what they had for 1980. Yeah. Like, made it work. It, it was fucking good. And this uh, prequel was good too. Like, leads right into the original film. Yeah, like, good spot on. Like, where the bodies are, the, you know, the carnage that's discovered mm -hmm. in the, the original one. Like, you see it all unfold in the prequel pretty accurately, okay. which I really respected that. I was like, cool. It's not as good as the original, but it's still pretty worth good. a watch. Uh, but, but no, uh, 
I feel like the awards have been gotten too overhyped, if that makes sense. Like, well, if I win an award, like, cool, I like the, not the praise, but the ability of, you know, doing something with that. Not the award itself, but I'll get the like get the, the eyes out. on me. Yeah, and I could, I can help other people. Like, oh, now Juan's a well-known actor. He's working on this movie with a brand new director barely starting up now people are gonna watch that movie just because i'm in it and i could get you know the help little up, guys up and coming guys yeah because yeah. i liked it with the oscars was it last year when they nominated the first asian film i forgot the name of it oh was it that horror one yeah uh oh damn it we you brought uh, it up several times too uh Parasite. Parasite. There you go. Yeah. I like... Which I still want to watch, too. I like the Oscars write this shit down. for that. Uh, my sister said it was a good movie, but I like the fact that it's not just about America now. It's They're spreading out to the world. It's the like, world. Yeah. Like, there's good movies outside of just Hollywood. American. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I like that there aspect yeah. where they could bring, you know, a different audience mm-hmm. to America and then we could grow, you know, larger. I like the awards for that, but to think like, oh, I have 10 awards, look at me. Yeah, I feel like now you're boasting. You're not humble. You shouldn't have those awards at that point. I hate when they have like, they get up there and they're like being super strong about their political view. Oh, yeah. And then they storm off with applauds like they did something. And it's like, God dang dude like Like, (laughs) this fucking virtue signaling horse shit like you said something and then you act like that you did something Mm -hmm. dude i I said shit every day in my life it doesn't change anything like you gotta (laughs) fucking do it put put words into action like i I hate that about celebrities because a lot of them just talk shit yeah and and some of them don't talk shit at all because they're actually out in the world somewhere helping people who need help yeah but Back to like foreign films, like there are good ones. Like I remember in 2004, being in high school, and I rented a uh, Kung Fu Hustle from Blockbuster. Ooh, dude, one of my favorite foreign films, oh, really? Chinese made. Yeah, that dude is hilarious because he's apparently <laughs> the same guy that made uh, Shaolin Soccer, which oh, is supposed yeah. to be a really funny movie. It's a funny movie. Yeah, I've only seen clips of that. Oh, you haven't seen it? Yeah, good. I haven't seen the beginning to end. <laughs> is it? Yeah, yeah. It, it looks it's funny. funny. Yeah. They exaggerate everything. Oh, that's yeah. That's Chinese. Yeah, it's Chinese, like, version of, like, uh, the Naked Gun series movies of in America. Are you familiar with those? No, Leslie Jones? Or not Leslie Jones. Wow. That's the chick. Uh, <laughs> Leslie Nelson. No, I haven't seen he, those. Oh, man. Well, it's just, like, those goofy movies. Like, you, you've seen like, Not Another Teen Movie? Really? Yeah. Uh, that's right. You haven't seen a lot. <laughs> no. In the time period I'm fucking talking about. Yeah, pretty uh, But it's just like outrageous, goofy movies like, you know. The Three Stooges, like that type of, com- like outrageous. Or yeah, it's a stupid. Chaplin. Yeah, like they take, like they'll describe something and mean it literally. Mm-hmm. And you'll go over and the dude's literally like, I'm trying to think of an example. I can't think of one right now because I'm <laughs> it's stupid. Okay. I'm stupid. I've been up since 4 a.m. Okay, it is now 5 p.m. What would David Goggins say? Harden up, bitch. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's like for those who do, do know about Naked Gun series, mm-hmm. uh, that, that type of goofy movie, that's like the Chinese version. Yeah. That guy that I, I don't know his name. 
I can't remember anyways, uh, the Shaolin Soccer and mm-hmm. Kung Fu Hustle movie. Uh, fucking funny. Yeah. Funny. But I like that. I think, you know, the Grammys, the Oscars, because it's like a worldwide thing. Like mm-hmm. even I know Which like is in cool. Korea and Japan, like mm-hmm. they see the Grammys like a huge deal. Same oh, thing they? with the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. Like they have their own version. Oh, like okay. a huge deal over there. But mm-hmm. the Grammys over here, it's like a level above that. If that makes sense. Yeah. It's like the thing to have. Mm-hmm. But I like the fact that the Oscars did that getting other movies. Cause I wish, you know, the Grammys would do that. I'm not talking about mm-hmm. like separate categories like they had with the Mexican one. Yeah. Cause the Oscar was like the best motion picture overall. Uh-huh. Not like, Oh, in Asia, best motion picture and in America, best motion pictures. They included everything into one. Oh, okay. that makes sense. Yeah, I was just saying. I was like, that's, did the, that make it extra long? The <laughs> show, <laughs> yeah, like, it, it's like, but yeah, my sister have watched separate it. categories for each. Yeah, background and <laughs> country. That'd be ridiculous. It'd be like a twelve-hour show. <laughs> <laughs> Not even. It'd be like a whole week. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, no. But I like the thing. But yeah, like you said, the politicians involving that in there. Mm-hmm. Just don't put yourself where you don't even know the beginnings of it. The political yeah. statements and shit. It's just like, shut up, dude. Use it for something better. Like, hey, XYZ is happening. And granted, we, we're we're not to know if some of these celebrities yeah. have put out a positive message when they accept rewards. This, I for know. the most part, it's known for horse shit. Yeah. Oh, I'm sick of da 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 da. And then we da da da. It's just like, oh God, you're just out of touch, dude. Like. Like and then Rich they said. storm off like they did something, and then then they carry themselves every day where everywhere they go, like there's some. But don't, they don't do anything after that. Yeah, like I gave my speech. That was good you're enough. Just an actor. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Oh well. Not saying that's not cool, but yeah, but it is what it is. You're just another person mm-hmm. who happens to be in the acting world. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, this is weird. Like, I, there's nothing. Now, I'm gonna be honest. Like, if Bill Bird did say something offensive, I'm gonna admit to it and yeah. and put my two cents on it. But guess what? He didn't. It's all in true. my opinion. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, what his comment about the feminists, dude. Like, he that's he hit, hits the nail on the head. Like, yeah. like who di- who disagrees with that? Other than these obviously woke people, <laughs> you know, like yeah. soft. Like, find people. someone who doesn't know about all this. The current events doesn't stay with the current events. They're just busy working on mm-hmm. cool shit and involving themselves or whatever. And ask them and show them. They probably wouldn't give two fucks. Nope. And go, no, I didn't see nothing wrong with that. Anyways, I got to get back to my life. Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, the world. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's just stupid. But Bill Burr on this goofy little podcast of ours, we support you. Right. <laughs> We got your back. I don't know how much that means to... If you want to come and we, we have no power <laughs> at all. Uh, I'm down to talk to him. Uh, pretty cool guy. Yeah. Hopefully, maybe one day we'll get there. Mm-hmm. And maybe he'll deem us worthy. Maybe. Right now, we're not worthy. <laughs> <laughs> we're not worthy of like any big guess at all. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah, I fucking jotted down some of those movies. I completely... F- I keep forgetting. There's just too much to watch nowadays, yeah. right? 
There is. Everybody's got their own streaming services. <laughs> Everyone's got their own original content. It's like I've broke it down to where I got I had got I got on board with the Paramount Plus. Well, it was CBS Plus. I only mm-hmm. did it so I can get the Super Bowl. Oh. <laughs> uh, but after that, I tried it out for the rest of the week and canceled it. I was just like, I just don't need it. Is this? Yeah. There's too much shit to watch, and I I gotta stay busy <laughs> securing the next month. You know. Like, yeah. But uh, but I narrowed it down to like Netflix and Amazon Prime and Hulu. Yeah. And. I'm still not on them a lot, <laughs> like very much. Unless it's like shows like the Vikings last season came out, like mm-hmm. I'm hooked. Like, yeah, cause I've, you... I've been following that show. Yeah. It's my shit. <laughs> it came out, boom, watching it. Right. Very picky. Very picky. But I just wish there was a way to watch it all, like all of it, and and still not lose all your time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Just binge watch like. A whole season of a great <laughs> show, but only lose like one hour. Thir- yeah, one hour. But you watch like twelve hours worth of shit. There's like a lot. That would be great. Like my sister watches so many, both of them, so many Korean dramas mm-hmm. or movies. Is that on and Netflix or is there like a Korean like another streaming platform, service? Yeah. Wow. Um, but I'm like, man, like I want to watch this. I, I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. since I know you know Spanish, English, and I'm into like. A little bit of the Korean culture. Mm-hmm. Like at first, with you, it's only like Netflix and all that. But I have like two other countries that take out, you know, movies or shows. And I'm like, I should watch this. But I'm like, no. Because <laughs> then I'm going to be in the Mexican like side and just watch the Spanish dramas yeah. or movies. And I'm like, ah, I got to watch the Korean ones. And then I'll go over there and watch those. And I'm like, what about the American ones? <laughs> Oh, are you like trying to maintain yeah. a balance for some reason? Yeah, or I'm like, I don't have enough time. Because you have all these shows you like. Yeah. yeah. You barely like for you, be like, oh, I just have the Netflix, the American shows. You're like, I don't even care about the other two. But yeah. I'm over here, I care about the other two. So I have three. <laughs> so I know where to invest my time. <laughs> yeah. And all those services, man, those subscriptions, man, that's just another fat fucking bill at the yeah. end of the month. Like, it's cool if you have one, but when you have like, you start five, stacking them. It's like a hundred dollars a month. It's like cable it's like another, TV. Yeah, it's like paying for a cable, but more if you keep yeah. adding another service, add another service. Sucks. Oh, I'll get Apple. I'll get Netflix. I'll get Prime. I'll get uh, what? Now there's Discovery Plus, Paramount Plus took over to CBS Plus. You have HBO, HBO Max, Hulu, Hulu. God, and that's just movies. I'm sure there's one called Voodoo. There's Voodoo. <laughs> yeah, Voodoo. <laughs> Uh, there's all kinds of them. There's even free ones. Yeah. Like, I think Peacock is one. Yeah, yeah, that's one. Yeah. Uh, oh, well. It's crazy. But, you know, just, I guess, like like I said, I, I got the ones I got because they, they have shows and movies that I you like, like on there. And but you have, like, a specific genre you go to? Yeah. I'm, like, historic-wise? Yeah, I'm big on historical periods, like... Uh, Kingdom of Heaven by Ridley mm-hmm. Scott. Uh, damn, great Orlando movie. Orlando Bloom. Gladiator. Yeah. Great actors. Uh, the HBO Rome series I already discussed. Uh, fucking great. Uh, I like Game of Thrones mm-hmm. uh, to a point, but I'm not going to lie. Like I, 
if I had to choose between Game of Thrones or Vikings, I would choose Vikings because mm-hmm. I'm more into the history Sorry. side. Like, because they actually kind of follow the actual his- history of the Vikings and how they broke out, yeah. according to their lore, which mm-hmm. follows La- Ragnar Lothbrok. Great fucking character <laughs> on the show. Fucking great. So brutal. The battles, just brutal. Just human nature out there in the open. Yeah. A lot of battles, too, in the Viking series, which I loved. And they weren't, like, corny or bad, either. They were, they were pretty good. Yeah, it was enough, good enough to watch. I thought they were... I, I loved the show, so... Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I thought it was great. But I really loved the first three seasons or four. As long as Ragnar Lothbrok is a uh, spoiler is in it. Uh, <laughs> those are the best seasons, but all of it entirely is they're good. still good. Like, when it follows... It starts following his sons. Yeah. Oh, they're good too. Like everyone casted on that show is this. It's like they're made to be those parts. Like mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. when you watch a movie or show like that, and you're just like, like Robert Downey. Like Jr. who else could play? Iron, yeah, who else could be Iron Man other than mm-hmm. once you see Robert Downey Jr. act do yeah. the role, and you're like, yeah, no one else is that guy. He yeah. is Tony Stark. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And and yes, we wouldn't mind if you came back <laughs> from the death, <laughs> from pits of hell, wherever you went after you died. <laughs> You're listening, huh? Huh? <laughs> he knows. He knows. He knows. Man, that's pretty cool, though. It's just I find it hard to invest my time. Like Game of Thrones, that's a lot of hours. Well, dude, they dropped the ball in the last season too. Yeah, so I heard. I mean, I did love the uh, the battle uh, against the Dead Army, the very last one. Yeah, the last big battle in the last season, mm-hmm. dude. That. Dude, that had my hands sweating, and really? it gave me anxiety just watching it. Like, yeah, the way they moved the fucking zombie army, <laughs> dude, it freaked me out because it's like I get so into it. Because like I, I don't know, I when I watch shit like that, I, like allow myself to get immersed mm-hmm. and imagine if I had to deal with that situation. Yeah. And my girlfriend was saying like, your hands are sweating. It's like, well, you know, fucking <laughs> watching a crazy movie. I get into it like, <laughs> like yeah. we're watching. When I first met my girl, we went on a movie date to watch Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Uh-huh. And I remember later, she was like, yeah, I was wanting you to give me all this attention during the movie. And you were just like glued to the movie. And I was like, well, that's I was why like, I went. yeah, because <laughs> that movie was crazy. Like there's certain parts of that movie I can relate to and yeah. understand the mental health side of it. Because kind of grew up in that setting where there's a lot of mental illnesses yeah being thrust out there and i had to f- navigate through it and and mm. the family wise and and i just it just resonated with me in a lot of ways and so i was just like and i was like just like tense too and like i don't even notice you know until she like grabbed my hand and was like yeah. well, look. Like, i'm trying so to watch like, movie, this movie's please. fucking tense like <laughs> <laughs> like i'm this got me hooked damn good movie i know I hate it when people get upset. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm there to watch the movie. <laughs> oh, don't my bother God. me. Please. Like, I'm trying to, you know, <sighs> get involved here, <laughs> trying to feel it. <laughs> Dude, like when I went to see uh, 1917. Yeah, I went with you. Oh, yeah, it was us two. Uh, Damn, what did you talk there, trash? No, it's kidding. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a lady, middle aged lady on the, f- on the far right end of our row. Constantly on her fucking cell phone and her screen, I swear, was on the brightest setting. Like, I'm too, my whole right side of my face was just lit up. And she's like 12 seats to my right. And granted, we're, we're like the only three on the row, but it's just like, because 
you know, we went right in the middle of the day, but yeah. which we prefer. Fuck that crowd shit. Yeah. <laughs> but uh. But yeah, I just I, I wanted so badly to fucking get up and go over there and go, ma'am. There's a time to be on your phone. Right now is not it. Right. It's dark for a reason. And it's hard to concentrate on this fucking movie I paid hard-earned money to see. Now it's being disrupted because you can't focus. Yeah. And that's that's happened to, like, different ages I've had to deal with that. Like, uh, one time I went, when I went and saw The Revenant, there was a teenage girl on her phone the whole fucking time sitting right next to me with her yeah. little boyfriend date thing. And it's like, you motherfuckers, like... I get it's date night, but you're not here watching the movie. Your girl's playing on her stupid fucking phone right next to me. Again, bright ass screen. Yeah. All in my fucking face. The whole fucking movie. I'm just like, damn, dude. People are just fucking ignorant. Yeah. There's just no consideration in movie theaters. like, And it only takes like one or two morons. Yeah. To like, like, because another thing I get annoyed with. People are probably going to realize I get annoyed with people. <laughs> it's uh, the loud, the people buying the fucking candy, pa- pa- plastic packaged candy. And then they're like, and it sounds like they're just constantly just crumbling up the plastic. Yeah. <laughs> and it's super loud. And it's just like, oh my God, pour it out of the fucking bag already. Yeah. Like that's all I hear. When I hear shit like that right behind me and next to me, it's just like, it's so hard for me to enjoy the movie. Yeah, and I'm just I'm immediately pissed off at this person, like to the point where I literally want to discipline them. <laughs> like <laughs> right. I just want to like, Jesus, dude, you just don't care about anyone around you, do you? No, like they do not. It's like I should just show up with a fucking blowhorn, <laughs> and anybody who's being fucking disruptive in the movie theater just blow it right next to their head, <laughs> and then act like it's normal, and just watch the movie. But just every once in a while, just blow it in mm-hmm. their ear. That's why I like and going just keep focusing on the movie. And then when they want to speak up and say something, you're like, oh, I'm sorry. Well, you had your fucking phone out. Right. Not watching a movie, but I'm fucking seeing your phone screen for no fucking reason. Like, mm-hmm. hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just crazy. But yeah, I hate it. No. That's why I prefer going in the, mo- in the mornings. Or I prefer going in like the high-end ones. Or matinee. Like Dolby or IMAX. Because mm-hmm. you pay like $20 to get in. You're not going to see little kids paying $20 to see a movie. Yeah, families aren't. And they're not going to spend that money. Yeah. So that's why I go, I'd rather go to that because I know there's not going to be a lot of little kids or teenagers. People are there to actually enjoy the movie because they paid quite a bit of money for it. Right. I don't know, man. I've been in theater before where whole families got the whole snacking real loud shit going on they all got a package of twizzlers and they're all hit this crumbling into it at the same time so it's like extra loud it's just like i know and i try your to be family sucks <laughs> you are not considerate at all you guys are acting like this is your living room right this is not your fucking living room this is not come here and get super comfortable like it's your personal space it's just a temporary moment of you watching a movie as a place that's provided to you. Yeah. Like, I don't <laughs> get people that do that. Yeah. It's fucking weird. And, like, another time when I went and saw, uh, what movie was it? Uh, Live, Die, and Repeat, the Tom Cruise movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It used to be called Day After Tomorrow, and then somehow they added that to the title, too. Live, Die, and Repeat. But, uh, 
while I was watching that movie, there was this fat couple sitting in front of me. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I swear they bought everything <laughs> from the damn snack bar. Like, they had, they both had their own largest size bucket popcorn. Mm-hmm. And they were just surrounded with shit. And they looked like they were at home. Like, they were sitting on the couch. Like, just enjoying and they had comments throughout the whole oh fucking movie. And it's just like, oh, my God. I hate it when people do that. Like, you know, something bad. There'd be, like, some cool action scene. And the, yeah. and the dude would, like, turn to his, um, presume his wife. Mm-hmm. Um, real loud, too. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Did you see that? That was so cool. <laughs> loud, just like that. Throughout this Every few minutes and throughout the whole fucking movie, and I'm just sitting there going, "Who cares about your loud fucking comments, <laughs> dude? Like, watch the movie. Shut up. Right. Like, how hard is it? Two hours. Shut the fuck up. Look right. forward. There's always like, a time and place Jesus. for everything. <laughs> I don't know. It's just fucking stupid. Calm down, Man. James. Calm down. People are like that. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit weird. Mm-hmm. I find it weird. Is this weird that there's people that go through life just never consider it? Oh no, never consider it. And they're the same people who are gonna point out the inconsideration done to them. Yeah, that's the <laughs> hilarity of it. It's like, oh well, whew, irony. <laughs> Fuck. What's going on in your world, Juan? I know there's been some st- stuff in your head. <laughs> like you've what? Been itching to get out. Like I don't. You tell me, man. You tell me, man. I'm not know. a mind reader. That I'm, I'm single, psychic. alone, sad. Oh, we're gonna build you. No, up. I was kidding. We're gonna build you. We're gonna get you. A, <laughs> we're gonna get you a hitch like guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna build you up. No, I just want an Asian girl. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively Asian women, no. huh? Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, There's you're one, not but she's kidding. Mexican. But aside from that one, I want an Asian one. <laughs> the one you're too nervous to talk to. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'm wondering, like, should I send her a message or just go talk to her? Uh, like, ask her on a date. Like, send her a message. Be like, hey, you're always busy. You want to go out on a date? No, fuck that. You do it in person. That's what I was thinking, right? No, yeah. You're thinking correctly. You do it in person. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh yeah, don't do that text shit. If you if you can do it in person, do it that route. You see, and be well, a be a man about it. This is my thing. <laughs> be a, I mean, what I be mean by that is be a gentleman. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> don't yeah, yeah, yo, bitch. Your you face. Go out? I like that. <laughs> I know you know I like you. <laughs> but I was thinking, like, this is the odd part. Like, I was in our church group. There's like, you know, twenty twenty one year olds, and I'm like, is it weird to text you, or do you rather? Have someone come up to you. Oh, you asked ask them this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't ask him. I sent my sister to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to seem needy. Well, but they were well, like, hey, you figure out how to do some recon. <laughs> she was like, they all said genuinely, it's okay if they text me. Like, I would prefer that. I was like, what? But you're, you're, you're talking about 20 year olds. Well, the one I want is. Oh, yeah. 20. She's she's around that age. Uh, but then again, I was raised with a different mentality, I guess. Yeah, the this younger generation now, I would say like, like twenty two or younger. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, they're they're they grew up just stuck on their phones and. So I'm thinking that's a totally better. different upbringing. So you see where I'm going with this? I'm like, do I do this? Do I do that? It's confusing for me. It's talk to her in person, but she's always busy, so I, I hate interrupting. Uh, I get what you're saying. I don't yeah. like interrupting, but like, hey, can you come over here? Like that's weird. Like I well, wanted to be natural. Yeah, well, that's what I'm getting at. When you do it in person, don't like, be, grab her. be hey. like approach her with a <laughs> sense of purpose. Like be confident. Yeah. No, I know. Even that. if you got to pretend, just suck it up, <laughs> hide that shit. You know, the anxiety flares up or whatever. Yeah. That voice comes in, goes, and says, "Turn around, forget this shit, <laughs> ignore it." Yoink. Just go. You just focus on what you want to say to her in a gentleman form. Yeah. And and you know, be ready for the reject, rejection, reject, uh, the betrayal. Or, or, yeah, the betrayal. <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> the true psycho talk. It's like the, the betrayal. How could you do this to could me? Be. It's like that funny ass meme I sent you yeah. a few weeks ago. Where it's a, it's a guy sitting on a couch with a girl taped up. Like oh, yeah, her, her hands are bound, her feet are bound, and her mouth is taped, and she's like cradled, being cradled by him on the couch, mm-hmm. like she's a baby, and like. Or, or or he's like trying to act like they're hanging out, but yeah. he's, and then the meme goes, "This could be us, but you keep escaping." escaping. <laughs> <laughs> it's like holy shit, dude. Oh, yeah. no, that's fine. My thing is like if I get rejected, like I'm cool with it. Like in my head, it's like, oh, Good. thank you for being considerate, if not wasting your time, nonetheless yeah. my time. Like you know what you right. want. I like that. Right, you but don't. How am I supposed to say that? Like, don't fear the rejection. No, I'm okay with fear the not knowing instead. Yeah, I'm happy with the rejection because at least I know. Does that make sense? There you go. Yeah, you just what I just said. Yeah, but I don't know what to that's, say. With like, that's okay. the better route. That's the route you uh, guy for guys. Yeah, that's what we need to be built for. Yeah, you can handle rejection like it this fucking rolls right off your back. All right, <laughs> and on to the next one. <laughs> like, <laughs> but what am I supposed to say? She's like, no. I'm like, oh, okay. That's cool. So how was your day? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Don't be weird about it. Don't just like, as soon as she says just, no, just turn around and forget her. Like, like <laughs> Treat her like shit. Those mean dudes who are like, oh, really? Just walk away. away oh, and be weirdos. mad at them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm not cute enough for I'm you. I'm not good enough. Oh, I'm not attractive <laughs> enough. I hate people like, I used your to be mindset. like that. Your mindset. I hated me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I used to be like well, that. I was like, bro, <laughs> so cringy now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, that's good, though. You changed. Shows that you can build yourself into. Watch, I get rejected. More. What? <laughs> yeah, you, you slip. Oh, we got a relapse. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just like just fucking thicken up your leather. Like Patrice O'Neill has a lot of good. He used to have a show mm-hmm. about relationship advice. Yeah, that motherfucker was like just a guru on relationship oh, yeah. and how men should be with their women and. On, on, you know he that's where i got the idea of like he he could he would say thicken up your leather yeah like go t- next time you go out to the bars any chick you really want you're attracted to walk up to them and pull it out try to <laughs> yeah yeah whip it out see if they like that no uh, he said just go up there mm-hmm. and talk to them and they you know they and they'll reject you a lot of most of them are most of them are going to say some nasty shit to get you to get away from them or whatever he said just go okay and just move on to the next one thicken up your leather just do it for the sake of thickening up yeah like toughen up 
I'll do that. Yeah. Within six months. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what I did just a few years ago. I was just like, all right, get used, just get comfortable introducing yourself. Yeah. To very women that you find very attractive, because, like I said before, like for guys, very attractive women is intimidating for a lot of guys. Not for this guy. Are you sure? Why well, talk to? <laughs> For like customers, I'm like all up on them. I'm like, hey, what you need? Yeah, because you know there's not. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) There's nothing going to happen, and there's no attempts. They're going to reject me. I don't need help. Right. All right, cool beans. What's going to help me anyways? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. No, but yeah, I get you. But yeah, you'll just. uh, But yeah, I was going to say, like, if any guys that want, like, relationship advice with women and. And it's hilarious at the same time, but it's also true. Mm-hmm. Patrice O'Neill, uh, man, what was it called? The Love Line or something? I don't know. It it used to be on Series like XM, uh, like in the last decade. But mm-hmm. dude, you can, it's like ageless, timeless, rather. Yeah. Uh, ageless. ageless. <laughs> <laughs> timeless. Like he just says shit. And like what's funny is this t- the way he explains it offends most women. Yeah. And he has women on his show too to mm-hmm. de- debate him on some of this shit, and it's funny, dude. Like just the way those debates happen and play out, and and he he makes good points on them how they're being ridiculous and over hostile because they just don't understand a word he just said. Yeah. Well, I like the quote like when you try to go for a woman, don't ask woman for advice. You ask the men because you don't ask. Yeah, you don't ask a fish how to catch them. You ask a oh fisherman. my God, Patrice says something like Literally, that. Yeah, that's. I was like, oh, okay, I get you, I get you, and that's so true. Like yeah. women don't know what they want half the time. No uh-huh. offense, but well, that's true. It's <laughs> and it, it gets annoying, <laughs> but a guy knows exactly what they want. Yeah, like after all the books I've read, like on you know, dating or psychology or you mm-hmm. know seduction, like it's very clear. Why the bad boys get, you know, the girl. Why it's always the... Well, it has something to do with protection. It's protection and uh, they like uh, authority. And uh, I'm not being, you know... Well, like... uh, Sexist. (laughs) What? Like sexist? No, sexist. Uh, Oh. Like, women have to have a man. No. Well, no, Patrice O'Neill talks about that. Like, a woman never dates down. She dates up. Up. If she dated a guy that was making 60 grand... She's not dating a guy that's making thirty. If she breaks up with a sixty grand guy, yeah, it, this is a, actually proven in certain studies. Yeah. Like Jordan Peterson talks about it too. Does he? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. That's where I've heard it from. Yeah, uh, they they go up like guys date down, date down. That's why you gotta get them young. Patrice, yeah, <laughs> Patrice <laughs> talks about that. He's like, women don't want to feel like they they have a child as a yeah. boyfriend. They need a man, and Jordan Peterson Does that emphasizes too, that book. too. They need a man who, someone who knows what's going on, knows what to do, takes charge. They know what they has want. a plan. Yeah, know what they want, and is doing something about it. Yeah, like women are naturally all love that shit, regardless if there's some out there disagreeing with this. <laughs> yeah, and then I can like <laughs> a guy's gonna walk up to you. And Prove you wrong, yeah. <laughs> like, and you're gonna fall for <laughs> fall for him because he's a man, yeah, that you want, uh, and you need, and mm-hmm. that's what, how Jordan Peterson describes it. They need a man in their life, 
they don't want to like and Patrice O'Neill emphasizes this too in his own way like they they don't want to feel like what well, his exact words they want to feel like they're your mommy yeah they it, you need to be the one that's you know be a man yeah. you, you need to be the one that's like <laughs> taking much. care of the shit mm-hmm. like she needs to know that she's got a badass in her corner if she needs and that's going to back her up on anything she gets into whether it's problems or success yeah mm-hmm. oh well no, <laughs> don't say oh well Maybe don't you give day. up no <laughs> fuck I'm that one day shit <laughs> by this time next week yeah I would either be crying <laughs> or I'll be happy we'll find out if he got rejected but yeah Somebody uploads this in I'm like serious, two months. Though, just, <laughs> but seriously, just no, yeah, just, get, just get comfortable introducing yourself and go, hey, how you doing? I haven't what seen you around here. You, are you, watch me. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch you from a, in the bushes. Just like with a binoculars. Film it. And watch you crumble. <laughs> Put on YouTube and become millionaires. Look at this guy. Starts off strong with hello. What a dweeb. <laughs> quickly stutters. Sweats bullets. I think I heard some farts. And then he stormed off. Right. And then ladies left confused. Juan. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Juan episode. <laughs> the Juan love. Like <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, yeah, you, as long as you're working on it, you're gonna, your results are going to show up, dude. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But but for like people look up Patrice O'Neill's relationship advices, they're all over YouTube and the dude's just a legend. Uh just sucks that he died in like back in twenty eleven from uh oh. his complications of diabetes. Dang. That's why I'm glad that uh they made a documentary on him on Comedy Central. It's like That's pretty cool. He it's respect he deserves. Yeah. It's long overdue. That's crazy though. Diabetes yeah. killing people. Yeah. Well, not it doesn't kill people. You know what I mean. Yeah. Well, he never really cared to take be, care of himself. Get healthy either. He talks about it on the old Open Anthony clips. And Rogan's talked about it on his podcast too, mm-hmm. on past ones. Uh, but that's crazy. Yeah. Boy, I wish he was still around because I would love to hear his thoughts on everything for the last Probably ten not. years. <laughs> My God. Mostly like the last five. Especially, yeah, especially last five. Especially last year, just the whole. Hear his take on the pandemic. (laughs) (laughs) Probably would have been hilarious. But he was a great philosopher, too. Oh, really? Yeah, he's a real philosopher, like, comedian style. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense. I don't know. Yeah, I get you. Just trying to get people to check him out. It's worth it. Um, But, yeah. Great ones die sometimes. Too damn soon. That's that's true. I feel like it's a good thing. <laughs> Not that they died, but that they lived in that era. Cause and they did what they did before mm-hmm. they went. Yeah. Because if, like, if he was still, you know, alive today, maybe. Yeah. Knowing nowadays they'll criticize him. You know, kick him that's out. That's true. He could probably that's lose his career thing. like five years ago. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part. Because he was a real motherfucker. He said real shit all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, but made it funny, too. Yeah. <laughs> so. But now people would take offense to it. And yeah. He would, you know, be kicked out in a curve. 
Right. So it's a, oh, it's a good thing that he went away early, but it's pretty sad too. <laughs> well, you mean like it's not good that he died? Like, like his legacy that he left behind is good. Yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, if that yeah. makes sense. With the short time he had and mm-hmm. the awesome content he gave us. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. Oh, well. But, uh, dude's fucking funny, man. Like, he has, like, there was a, someone clipped one of his bits from his old HBO half-hour stand-up. Was it on TikTok? Maybe. I think it was on TikTok. There's a lot of TikTok. But he was talking about how, uh, like, uh, women gave, gave him the pussy beam the whole show. Meaning, what he meant by that, he explains early in the show, like, Cause he's talking about women and mm-hmm. he's he's calling them out on their horse shit, but yeah. it's funny too. But uh, and he says, "See, I'm getting pussy beam, like you know, all the vaginas link up and like pussy beam activate. Oh you know, stare at them, and, you know, <laughs> f- sh- shape of a belly club and start hitting them. <laughs> all pussies activated. Or I'm butchering the fuck out of it, but oh he he nails what he's talking about. Like like he's he's talking about women, uh." If they lost their vagina, how would they keep their men? Uh. <laughs> and he goes, "You can answer. Go ahead." Yeah. And immediately, uh, love blowjobs. Okay, okay, suck okay. his dick. All right. All right. That's good. Anal. That's good. All right. Anal. All right. Uh, and it was always something sexual, right? Yeah. Of, of, and he goes, "See, he says, I've been getting the pussy beam this whole show, but I give women a, a chance to explain." the what else they can be uh-huh. to a man and, and you guys are just a bunch of holes to yourselves like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm butchering the fuck out of it like his like version is and it is on youtube just yeah. you know patrice o'neill a uh, <laughs> half hour hbo stand-up it's fucking that's hilarious weird. oh my goodness if you see a thumbnail of him wearing a black leather jacket that's it that's it oh my god <laughs> it's so worth it that's hilarious yeah it's great and you make it read a letter. The pussy be reading the letter. <gasps> Please. <laughs> <laughs> okay, l- we gotta w- listen to this one. The reason you get that we don't go get the fuck out of here. It's- oh, here it is. Four guys hanging out at a party, right? And one, one of them goes, "You know what'll make this party even better? <laughs> it's just." Shut it down. But really, fundamentally, on a just on a primal level, we don't like it. We don't it's like it. about women. <laughs> <laughs> we don't ever want to really see you. It, like, you never heard four guys hanging out at a party, right? And one, one of them goes, you know what would make this party even better? <laughs> <laughs> if my girl was here. <laughs> She's funny <laughs> as a motherfucker. That's hilarious. <laughs> See, that's him doing the pussy beam. Uh-oh. <laughs> and the only reason you get that we don't go get the fuck out of here is because you, you, women are the worst terrorists there are. <laughs> Worse than Al-Qaeda, because this is what y'all do. Worse than Al-Qaeda. You hold a pussy hostage and threaten to kill it <laughs> if we don't listen to your horrendous nonsense. And you make it read a letter. The pussy be reading the letter. <gasps> Please. <laughs> Please listen to a story where she's going to kill me and you'll never see me again. 
Look at him. 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 Here it is. This posture. This ain't good when girls do this. Girls do that. He hates women. He hates women. Somebody got to tell you. Sounds so like me. I think this is it. Let me ask you a question. Here's a question. Here's a question. Here it is. Okay, ladies, if you didn't have a vagina, like say it was a terrible train accident, right? And the doctor was like, we have to remove your pussy right away. Or you're going to die. How would you keep your man past, you get a two-month guilty, I can't leave the bitch right away because she just lost a pussy in a train accident. Can't just walk right out on him. <laughs> How would you keep your man past that if you didn't have a vagina? <laughs> wow. Nothing? You can talk. You can talk. Suck his dick. Okay. Mouth. Asshole, okay, great. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Now, so I've been pussy beam the whole show, right? But I give women the opportunity to say, I'm going to make myself worth more. But you just classified yourself as a series of holes. But, <laughs> but you know, I'm, I'm supposed to treat you special, but you're just a bunch of holes to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> no one said learn how to play Xbox, learn how to play pool. <laughs> Tell better stories. Get another bitch that got a pussy to come on in. <laughs> well, look, whatever. Plus, when you get a certain age, pussy is not. All right, yeah, that's the, I just wanted to play that. Uh, but, man. God. Uh, is he wrong? <laughs> <laughs> like, that was hilarious. That was. <laughs> what a perfect setup. What? <laughs> I was this pure genius that whole half hour. And I was just like, what, five minutes mm-hmm, or less like of it? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> if you don't know about them, check them out if you like comedy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, That's pretty funny. So, oh, you, you're Asian women. You're referring to what happened in Atlanta? Yeah. I don't know much mm-hmm. about it uh, other than I read a brief article on the guy, I saw the guy that did it. And I mean, he looked like a loser. Well, I'll put a TikTok on so you could, so y'all could get the full recap. Oops! Ooh. Ooh. Oops! 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 Sorry, folks. The fuck was that? Just, just getting any signal. Oh. Six Asian women were just shot to death and the media won't tell you the true story. So this is my new series, What Really Happened? Robert walked into a gun store and he left 100 seconds later with his first ever firearm. He drove straight to Young Asian's massage parlor and when he left, four dead bodies were on the floor. Then he drove all the way to Gold Spa and this happened. Where is he right now? I don't know. I'm hiding right now. What is he wearing? 
That woman was hiding next to three more dead Asian women. And when police finally got there, they got another 911 call from the spa across the street. Robert's own parents called the police and turned him in. The police traced his phone and he was already on his way to Florida to murder more women. So police pulled over the very armed and very dangerous white man and kindly and gently arrested him because his life matters. But why did Robert do it? This is what the town's racist sheriff says. And yesterday was a really bad day for him and this is what he did. Robert told police he had a sex addiction, slaughtered the women to eliminate his temptation. And even though seven of the eight victims were women and six were Asian women, police still won't call it a hate crime or a femicide. And this was the first episode of my new series, What Really Happened. Okay. That's what happened. First of it all. It goes straight to hate crime? Well, because it was targeted towards Asians. And I could see why they would think that. Because it was, like he said, like two Asian. Um, well, six of the eight were Asian, but. Yeah, but he went to Asian stores not store like the first one was asian, asian massage yeah mm-hmm. and the other one was like a asian uh spa mm-hmm. like they were both you know asians so there's like a the chance facility. that it was racially motivated mm-hmm. but dude to me it's obviously painfully obvious that the undeniably the motive was he just had enough with women in general yeah and killed them like, we've seen this before, like, that uh, several years ago. I think this might have been 10 years ago by now. Uh, that guy that walked into the fitness center and shot, like, four women right in mm-hmm. the fucking head and right before he offed himself. And his reason was he put out a manifesto, filmed himself, yeah, uh, before he went out and committed the crime, that uh, he was naming off the number of women in America and not one of them wants him. <laughs> and he had enough of that. So he took out his anger on women for because he was always getting rejected. Mm-hmm. To me, that's my first go-to with that guy. Like, he targeted women, and he has a sex addiction problem. He's 21, obviously not mentally developed to try to hang out with a woman. Yeah. And that's we've seen this time and time again. Like, uh... Didn't he? Didn't like a college student in California do that just a few years ago too? Like he went around, he he was driving around specifically targeting women and shooting them uh, for the exact same reason. I forgot. Uh, I think it was like an Asian college student, what and he went around shooting women because he said the same shit too. Yeah. Because no one wanted to date him, so he he his mind I'll just kill a bunch of women, and this dude mm. was like nineteen. And this dude's 21. Like, mm-hmm. that's obviously the motivation there. Whether it was racially motivated, I'll just wait to see what they find investigation. Yeah. So my thing was like, oh, like you saw in the clip, it was 30 minutes away that he drove. Mm. And he ended up in a Asian. Oh. Owned. So that's where so I'm kind of crossing. If it yeah. was like, like, if it was like, oh, he just went down the street and killed six other Asian women. I'll be like, okay, I wasn't. I could see it was it wasn't racial, like motivated. Or, yeah. But since he drove the thirty, I'm like it might have been. There's a higher chance because he drove the thirty yeah. minutes. There's and a chance. Went to a specific mm-hmm. Asian location instead of a. But these could also be his preferred spots that he's gone to before. Yeah. And you know that's just kind of what people do. They go to what's familiar. He. Uh, yeah. Versus him just going to a another one where he's not familiar with it 
That would be interesting, though. If these are the spots that he did he, go, he go to, was he known to go to those as a customer? Well, like he said, he was going to Florida to kill more people. Like the kid, I was like, "What's in Florida? Cubans, Hispanics." I, I don't yeah, know. that's I don't know. Like I said, so that's what's I, throwing me off too. I do this thing where, I, yeah, you know, let the investigation continue, and I don't jump to conclusions <laughs> like a lot of people do. Right. But it, it's funny what the sheriff said. He was just having a bad day, and he decided to kill people. Yeah. What? Boy, that was a bad... What What a That's horrible... the worst thing you could say. Sheriff, man. Uh, and people and are I like, bet oh. he regrets that shit instantly. People are like, oh, it's white privilege. I'm like, oh my goodness. Here we go again. <laughs> Dude, I... Obviously, there's going to be a, you know, a bias towards it, because there's the same, you know race like if it was a hispanic sheriff he would you know be a lot harsh because he was white but if it was a white uh, if it was what? um does that make sense oh uh, if it was a hispanic sheriff, sheriff it wouldn't it wouldn't be as hardcore on him no it would, he would go more hardcore because he was white oh on commenting on him yeah he'd be like uh, oh. he would have been like oh this is a disgrace he did it for i don't know you know something yeah. along versus those lines. he had a bad day and what else did he say? So he just that's what he did. Damn, that that's a comment that sounds like he didn't. He's just tired of talking. You think so? And I, he I just know. gave him something, and that was a bad comment. <laughs> <laughs> that was not good. But yeah, people don't like. But you also said the the reporter was making it making her question real like. Racial, yeah. What was what, she saying? Which one? Oh, the other you said one. There was a Asian yeah, there's reporter that is trying to say he got treated a certain way for being white. Because if if the dude was Muslim, you would call this a terrorist. Oh yeah. Event. There was another TikTok. It was a. Uh, I think she was Hispanic or white. One of the two. Oh, I thought you said she was an Asian reporter. No, she wasn't Asian. Oh, was she? No, I think uh, she was white. Uh, it don't matter. But she was like, oh, if it was a black man. It would be like, oh, this is, I forget what she said for the black man, but if it was a Mexican, oh, he's a rapist and criminal. Illegal that, immigrant illegal, who's also a rapist and hates children. But if it was a Muslim, it would be a terrorist attack. Yeah. But since he's white, he just had a bad day. <laughs> when I first saw the video, I was uh, like. So she asked that after he made that comment. Yeah. 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 The first time I saw it, I I didn't okay. know anything about the sheriff. So yeah. I was like, that's pretty racist. That's pretty intense but yeah, then that, i saw the sheriff i was like oh, yeah. okay now i get it it makes sense it was in response to that <laughs> mm-hmm. that's crazy though that he was a what would he say sex addict but he went to rehab but muslims that had recently gone on killing sprees are were terrorists though they devoted themselves to isis yeah so what is she getting at that's just a stereotype bullshit and the man, the they white said man it right goes, there. Hey, I'm devoted to ISIS, so I'm gonna take this truck and run everybody over in New <laughs> yeah. York. Hey, uh, me and my wife decided to devote ourselves to ISIS, and the idiots in California went on the shooting spree. Yeah, and they, they, these people claim devotion to ISIS. The idiots that showed up at the Texas art exhibit, the where people were drawing, uh, uh. Was it Muhammad mm-hmm. making art pieces out of the god Muhammad? Uh, 
And so two guys that claim uh, allegiance to uh, ISIS, and this is in Texas. I uh, forgot which town. But the moment they showed up, they got shot dead by the cops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, you know. Do you you're think in Texas, dumbass. Do you, right. what, you think you're drive around? You're the only one with a gun. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Do you think like there's a? I don't want to say privilege. What's another word? There's certain perks, mm-hmm. you know, to being like white, so to speak. That's why mm-hmm. you don't get treated as bad from police. Mm-hmm. If we see like statistically speaking, from what the what the news have showed us, not what. The other stuff, actual law enforcement. Yeah, I'm stats. talking about the yeah. news. Like you see, like oh, when a black man shoots or a Mexican, like they usually shoot back. But when it's usually a white man, they just handcuff him and take him out. Not not shoot him, take him out, but they take him out. You know, well, to the car, all gently compared to the other races. Well, where's the videos showing them beating the shit out of the other ones? Like, uh, like, cause you know, that guy that ambushed the Dallas police officers, he wasn't giving himself up. He was fighting to the death. Yeah. You have those. So they used the bomb on him. The one with the seven shots to the back. You have the, I forgot the other ones, but there's other ones. But then you have like the guy from, I'm talking about actual arrest though. Not, well, I get what you're saying, but you know, but you know what I'm talking about? Cause I feel there's more to it, but that's just me. Yeah, well, I mean, if the like you see, like the dude's a piece of shit, and yeah, I hope, I all hope all of them, yeah, <laughs> a piece of shit like that should be executed immediately, like as soon as the court trial's done, mm-hmm. execute him. We're, he's he's done. He forfeited his card, his life card. It's, he's a yeah. piece of shit. He's not part of Team Human at all. Uh, but it's probably the way he surrendered. He probably surrendered unarmed and you know gave himself up. I don't know. Versus, yeah. you know, someone else who's fighting to the fucking death. Mm-hmm. Like the guy that ambushed the police officers in Dallas, the one that did it in Louisiana. They did it with the mindset of to the death. Yeah. You can't arrest that. You eliminate it. That's reality. It's like Jocko Willink said about terrorists. He's like, uh, he was on that morning show, that good mo- one of those good morning shows. And they asked him what it was when after the truck incident in New York, that guy that mm-hmm. claimed to be part of ISIS and start plowing people over with a rental truck. Yeah. Uh, it was right after that. And he, and they were just all like, well, what do we do after we capture him? Is there a way to rehab him? They actually asked that fucking really? question. Is there a way to rehab a person back into society that just ran over fucking children, women? And it don't matter. You're American. You got fucking ran over. Yeah. That was an actual question, and Jocko Willink, God bless him, fucking just st- looked straight at him with that war face he has oh, really? and just said, you kill him. Yeah. There's nothing else to do. You kill them. They are not here for anything else but to kill you. Mm-hmm. You kill them. Move on. And, they, they, dude, the news the news people are just like, oh! <laughs> like, what the fuck you think was going to happen? And you're talking to an, a battle-hardened Navy SEAL yeah. who actually has to... Being been in combat and had to kill them, and seen what they did firsthand to pe- innocent people. Yeah, they don't care, and they know about the the leniency that societies have on people like them. It gives them advantage to be ruthless. Yeah, 
So going back, in my opinion, I like to play obviously. devil's advocate though. But <laughs> do it, do it. But like, let's say, like you're, I know where you're going, mm-hmm. and I understand. Like, I completely agree because yeah. of something Jordan Peterson wrote oh, in okay. his book. Well, like, let's say for you, audience, we go towards your your train of thought. Like, oh, he surrendered a certain way. Uh-huh. What if Osama bin Laden, when they went to his house, surrendered, and they took him? Do you shoot him, or do you just take him to jail? If he like peacefully yeah. gave up, and that's where the but double standard comes in. Yeah, but in reality, they yeah he obviously he, he's he gonna was fight getting shot no matter what. <laughs> but <laughs> would think, he though if he if he was a surrender like outside like hey white oh yeah because the story was he. He had someone at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. Is that the official the story? Wife. But he had a woman at gunpoint, and yeah. the dude shot him. Shot him in through the eye. Mm-hmm. So what if yeah. he would have come out the facility with, with the a hands wife up? Yeah. And just hey, you got me. Do you go ahead and shoot him? Like what the American people would be up like pissed off that he didn't get shot that up. That he didn't get shot up. Some of them, yeah, some of us be pissed. I think a lot of us would be pissed, mm-hmm. but also, I would have appreciated if they captured him alive, if that if it was possible, possible. Uh, without any of our guys getting hurt. Because uh, that that's that to me is more of a like boom, we got him. Here he is in mm-hmm. our cage, and then get more intel out of his ass. Yeah, that's pretty. And it could pretty. you know could be a bargaining chip right <laughs> but never release them but uh yeah yeah i hear what you're saying yeah but i need you i need the people to understand like the guy from Aurora, texas or vegas or the one from or students texas. the which one what, what the first one you said o- texas Aurora, was it texas Te- the dark knight that was in Texas, oh, right? No, that was Colorado. Oh, Colorado. Aurora, my Colorado. Aurora. Yeah, my I thought that's what you meant too, but I yeah. wanted to make sure what incident you were talking about. The you know elementary school to shoot, uh, Columbine. You know Sandy Hook. All these, mm-hmm. and if you see their record, or they go in with a purpose, like hey, I'm gonna shoot these people, and then after that, premeditated, I'm gone, like off myself, sense. or. Yeah. Like with other people, like oh, I'm I'm gonna go and you know shoot this place, and I did my mission, and afterwards, like I could care less what happens. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, that's well, that's kind of how what they end and up that's doing. They, they do. know it's the last thing they're gonna do. And when the cops show up, they're like, okay, like take me, like I'm not. And cops will arrest you. Yeah, and usually in a peaceful manner because you're surrendering. You know, peacefully. And so to speak. Does that make the sense? police being civil about it. Yeah. So now they want, if you arrest a criminal, beat the shit out of them. Yeah. Is that what you're kind of? Oh no, I'm out? just saying. Yeah. Like but then they have other people. That's kind of like what some people feel. Yeah. But it's like no, that doesn't. The other ones fit usually the brutality thing going on. Yeah, they usually resist the arrest, and that's where things go haywire. Yes. But that's like. Well, the media shows. Obviously, there's other arrests that go mm. in the civil ma- matter, but obviously, they're not going to show that. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and you do get the bad cops every now and then. 
I like a quote from uh, the Joker where he says, "Where I took a picture." Which Joker? We got the original Joker. No, oh, from the sixties? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Heath Ledger. Let's see if I can find it. It says, "He says, you know what I've noticed? Nobody panics when things go according to plan." Remember that scene in the hospital? Oh, like, with uh, Two Face. Yeah, when things go according to plan, even if the plan is horrifying. If tomorrow I tell the press like a gangbanger get, will get shot or a truckload of soldiers will be blown up, nobody panics. But if I say one little old mayor will die, well, everybody loses their mind. If one what? Mayor. Mayor. Mayor? Yeah. Oh. Like John Mayer? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's you so true. Like, if, like you see this. You see black on black crime. Mm-hmm. They shoot each other. Ungodly, nobody ungodly amount too by the way nobody loses their mind it's that's, that's, all part uh, of the plan a white part, policeman shoots a black guy everybody goes haywire because that's not part of it. a white policeman shoots a white guy that's okay no all part of the plan yeah yeah <laughs> but now granted yeah there's gonna be more Whatever, whoever's the bigger population in the country, yeah. obviously going to have the higher number in in incidents and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's not all, it's not but, about. But there's also race. certain groups in this oh, country yeah. that are smaller in percentage wise, population wise, that account for way too much of the murder rate, which just happens to be, according to FBI, not according to us, mm-hmm. is black amongst the black community in America. It's a very high murder rate that there's there's a good chance when a murder happens, it's a like there's there's like what a 50 percent chance, according to FBI, that it's mm-hmm. done by a black person. Uh, but there's also certain crimes that just more you know, mass killed. shooting is just like a white guy thing. Yeah. For some reason. And but like in. But like a little girl, a, a black girl who's trying to do her homework. When she's 11 years old, sitting inside her own home, and uh, gangbangers drive by and shoot up the fucking house, and they got the wrong house. Yeah, and, and it's it's bullshit that they they're shooting up shit in the begin with. Uh, and you know this innocent little black girl just gets caught in the head, yeah. dead for no fucking reason, and it's just not ever being brought up. Unless you live in Chicago or yeah. the areas that it's happening way too often. That's, I find that disturbing that we're just, no one's going to bring that to light. No, because it's part of the plan. That's part of the society. Like you go to Mexico. I think it's all part of a political agenda. I mean, you go to Mexico, like the hardcore cities, there's dead people on the side of the road. Yeah, dude, it's That's it's fine. normal to drive it's through. part and, of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get what you're saying uh, with the Joker thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, dude, like, I don't think a lot of Americans realize that it is normal to drive through Mexico one morning and on the overpass bridge of the highway, there's nine bodies hanging from it. Yeah. It's normal. It's normal <laughs> to go drive across the town and the me- Mexican military is in a full-blown firefight with the cartel. Yeah. It's normal. This thing. is a normal <laughs> thing in Mexico. It's not over here because it's rare. It's but Mi- yeah, our military's not have it's not bad enough where our military has to go around mm-hmm. and do shit. That's it's only in, you know ver- obviously the recent shit that's happened. Yeah. 
Capitol Hill and blah, blah, blah. But what I'm saying is like organized crime getting to that point mm-hmm. where they're actually legitimately able to challenge the, the military. military force of that country. That's a big problem, man. Well, yeah, that's and they're very high tech, too. That's what happens. Mm-hmm. The cartels. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh, funny, though. There was a... Well, the part of the Asian part was a... When COVID started, mm-hmm. Trump made a quote or a statement where he said the Chinese virus. I don't know if you remember that on the press. Yeah, who doesn't? They and fucking slammed it in your head like for f- six months. And you and the Trump supporters, and I'm talking like mm-hmm. like the one percent, like the is, hardcore motherfuckers, which is a pretty big number, which is hundreds of thousands of you know. Right, because we're people. a nation of three hundred million. Yeah, so these people went out and started harassing the asians like mm-hmm. last year a hun- uh, the cr- the crime rate against asians went up 150 percent after that little comment was said it wasn't because you got ignorant motherfuckers yeah it, we're that, not talking about all trump supporters we're talking about this specific you know niche so to speak yeah there there's a very small yeah. percentage with the, it's on the democrat side too yeah very militant mm-hmm. very fucking militant and that's what happened. And, and it's not good. Uh-huh. And I think I blame, I mean, Trump is, should have known. Like, he has people like that, and he has to take every word he says, literally, because he knows there's people like that out, out there supporting him. That but, or he's literally not thinking like of it, that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not I'm not defending him no. either. Just saying it's stupid on his part. But I blame more the media, because they put it out of proportion. And they put it on every single, you know, big old letters on the titles. Yeah. And that's where everything went out of a portion. Mm-hmm. That's when the With hate the virus. No, the, the Chinese. Hate, yeah. Uh, and uh, I showed you a video earlier where there was a, the old Asian lady beat up the white dude. Yeah, yeah. dude. She looked fairly old, too. Yeah. She had like an ice. Her face was swollen. Yeah. Her left side was swelling up and bruised up with the. The white guy that attacked her was bleeding out the mouth pretty good, yeah. and strapped to a hospital uh, ambulance uh, stretcher. Yeah, and he kind of looked dazed too. I was like, "Damn, good for her!" Right, that's what he gets. <laughs> but going back to Jordan Peterson, mm-hmm. he talks about that the best security for all of us is to learn how to defend ourselves. Oh, yeah. You know, now granted, we we we're Neither one of us here are doing jiu-jitsu or anything, but I plan on it as soon as I can afford like an extra $100, whatever. I think it's like $100 yeah. a month to do jiu-jitsu. Uh, as soon as I can afford it, I'm getting in there. Because I always think about that. It's like, dude, if someone grabs me, I just hope I don't panic because I like to think I'm not going to. Like I'm going to try to do what I can to get out of this situation physically, but yeah. – Dude, it would be so much better just to train with other killers, mm-hmm. and <laughs> Kill and each other. when you know that way you're just confident. And if someone like grabs you, you know you can you can fucking twist them up and, and uh, deminimize the situation. Mm-hmm. Or, or deminimize. Wow, did I just make up a word? Minimize. I, I said deminimize. Wow. Oh, I don't <laughs> wow. You're tired. Yeah, I need some uh, nootropics. But. Yeah, I understand that people like, especially people with guns. Like, I hate this. It was like I feel protected. Like you go into the shooting range, and yeah, are shooting you at a target. 
like that's completely different than than the actual a movie moment. subject or being in the heat of the moment. And they're coming at you Huge with a weapon. And like you were saying, like if someone came from behind you, if you have training like that, it's then a reflex. Yeah, it's, it's natural. Natural response that you're going to yeah. do. But like I know if I get, you know, tackled from behind, I'm going to panic and I'm going to be like, oh. Yeah, like you're gonna going to try on? to do something to yeah. get out of it, but it's not going to be a natural response for me. Right. Versus training, you would know to put your hand here and then there and then twist them, flip yeah. them, and, you know, the right movements and stuff. But yeah. do some kung fu in the mm-hmm. midair, something. But yeah. Yeah. Well, like Eddie Bravo, a uh, well known uh, jiu jitsu trainer, 10th uh, Planet. He runs the 10th Planet Jiu Jitsu. He's mm-hmm. Joe Rogan's best friend. I'm sure most people know that. Uh, he said it best once. He's like, you know, don't sit there and come up with fight scenarios inside your head and think you know what to do. Yeah. It's not the same. Like, actually go train. And that always stuck with me when I heard him say that. I was like, dude, yeah, I need to train. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> That's so weird. But, yeah. I wonder what they're going to do with the gun control now with this that happened. I don't know if you got the first glimpse of it where said he went into the store. And yeah, got out with a gun and got his first gun within a hundred seconds. Really? That's what he said. Yeah, I thought there was always first like a gun. wait or something. That's what I. Well, I've never owned a gun. Well, then again, this gun. is Georgia. Well, I, I just have a rifle, I, and it was ha- given to me by Not my father. Yeah, like, oh, okay. I haven't bought a firearm myself. I want to know the process. I mean, there should be something done with the process. What the? What do you say? Regulations, like. Does that make sense? Like, if you go to buy an arm, there should be like a, hey, are you taking any medications that, you know. Mental health. Up. There should be a mental health evaluation. Yeah, like, that messes up I with agree your brain. with that. Yeah. Like, because, like, if you sell a gun to someone that's taking steroids, at one point, he's going to go on a mad, you know, run and start shooting people. And we've seen cases of that with uh, ex-wrestlers. Yeah. Like, you just don't want kill their whole family out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. And then themselves. And you're just like... Whoa. Whoa. And that's that with their bare hands. That? I imagine with a gun. I would say no to that. And then you have like this kid. He had obviously. They're saying he didn't have any mental issues. But Bullshit. obviously he had sex addiction. And he that's took a it mental out on health people. issue. Well, they were saying it's not. And he, <laughs> well, that's horseshit. Because he, then he made this dumbass conclusion. Mm-hmm. Evil one. That. Oh, women need to be killed because I don't know how to get one. Get one yeah. Or that's not how he's looking at it. He's looking at it like he's a fucking victim. That's what these fucking loser ass dudes do. Like they see themselves as these horrible victims of women not wanting them. Yeah. And it's like, dude, how about you just get on a path of being a man, more of a man? Mm-hmm. Just be more of a man. <laughs> know what you're doing. Carry yourself better. Walk upright. Don't be all, you know, pull your fucking pants up. Whatever it is. Like, fucking straighten up. Trim, shave. Evolve. <laughs> like, get into something. But yeah, people like that shouldn't own a gun. Something productive. Yeah. I don't even know where Start they get Start working again. out. That that helps. Yeah, that helps a That's lot. A, yeah, you feel good about yourself. Oh, yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on, James? Like, what if, if, let's say you buy a gun, but you have someone, like, in your household... That's taking medication and make like hardcore 
schizophrenia or something. Like, I they definitely see don't want them to have access to the firearm. Yeah. I would like, have a digital pad uh, safe. No, but what if, you know, at that point, the government's like, you can't have a gun because uh, they're at risk of... Well, I'm going to be like, well, that's stupid because gangsters have no problem buying fully automatic military-grade yeah. weapons, which are fucking illegal like no other. <laughs> and guess what? Guess what everyone's going to start doing? They're going to start buying illegal military fully automatic weapons. Well, that's if the gun... If they take well, all the guns away? Yeah. That's, that's what if, I'm saying. Well, I'm talking about just you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What would I do? Yeah, back to that. Uh, yeah. No, that's a different... We'll get to that. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, like, if it was only, you, like, oh, you can't own a... You can't have a gun in your household if you have a person oh. living with you uh, with a mel- mental illness. That could... Cost. Could be a potential danger, yeah. Based on the recent mass shootings, who or you know, like all that. these people had something. Mm-hmm. Just in those terms, not get rid of the guns. Mental, yeah. Uh, I would say, in my opinion, I, I would say there should be like a committee, private committee, not run by government. A private. Yeah, fuck this government being like and everything. That that's that's a nightmare. Yeah. That comes into your house and be like, hey, this is where I like the guns. This is. Yeah, the like kind of like CPS, child services, yeah. protection service. This yeah. is where I keep him. He doesn't know. I think there should be something like that so you can keep your guns. And show them how you're handling your firearms. Yeah. And yeah, uh, that'd be okay. But it has to be a private company. Yeah. Nothing government. No, no. Government, listen, government can't do shit correctly. No. I don't want government. Because if you involve the government, it's, why even bother? Like. Right, where you just <laughs> made this whole problem fucking worse. worse. Yeah. Yeah. And the government needs to be small because yeah. they're fucking crazy. Because you make let the government get bigger and bigger and hands-on yeah. in your life. Hello? Joseph right. Stalin, anybody? <laughs> Communism? Fascism? Yeah. Dictators? That's what that leads to. Mm-hmm. But what are your thoughts? Do you think that's a good idea or did you just leave me alone <sighs> and deal with it? And you get the Not punishment me. instead of the kid? I don't know, dude. That's tough. But, like, yeah, if I'm, like, if, like, first of all, I would want to be able to buy a gun. Yeah. Because I need to be able to protect myself. Breaking and entering is a real fucking thing. People do get killed Mm -hmm. in breaking and entering. They're not breaking and entering and then, oh, you happen to be home. I guess I'll leave. Right. No, it can turn into a fucking murder real fucking quick. Yeah. Uh, I want to be able to shoot those motherfuckers. You break into my house... It's automatic warfare. Mm-hmm. It went straight to we're not safe. We're about to die. Boom, boom, boom in the direction of the uh, criminals. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want that ability to be taken away from me at all. But I do like the idea that you presented that some privatized company committee comes in and investigates, make sure you're a responsible gun owner mm-hmm. if you have someone like that in the household. That. That's an idea I would flirt with. Yeah. yeah, I don't think a lot of people would be against it. Like, obviously, I feel like there should be like a trial, like a six-month trial before you get one. I think I could be shorter, but that's just an idea I'm throwing out. Like, oh, they check, you know, your medical history, obviously. Yeah. Mental health. They do interviews with you. Right. They interview your family members, your friends, to see how you well, are. Well, that, but I don't think that should happen to every individual. There should be some kind of thing that something they that checks off during the initial 
uh, first meeting mm-hmm. to purchase the firearm, if there's certain things in the conversation with the buyer, gun buyer, yeah, uh, that sends a potential, okay, well, since you answered this, this, and this, that way, this will involve the committee to mm-hmm. come to your home and make sure yeah, I get you. to see how you're actually handling the firearm. If not, if they're like this, you know, they look really good initially. Uh, honestly, I don't think waiting six months for your gun is going to prevent more shootings. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm not saying prevent, but I know, I'm just I know, but the other people have yeah. suggested oh. that <laughs> acting as if, well, if he had to wait three months, that shooting wouldn't happen. No, it would have happened three months later. Yeah. <laughs> but... Because I know the shootings are going to happen. I'm just talking about, like, mm-hmm. the unnecessary shootings. Like, when you see little kids mm-hmm. playing with their parents' guns and they just shoot each other. Yeah. I'm talking about, like, those... You know, it's going to minimize the deaths, but not the shootings. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get what you're saying. But, like, have you heard this saying? I forgot who said it, uh, but... There's a mental health crisis in this country mm-hmm. being covered up by a gun problem. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get you. Mental health needs to be number one, first and foremost, mm-hmm. regardless if there was even mass shootings happening. It just needs to be, it's health. Yeah. That's like, why I put it at the top of the list. Yes. Mental health. Yeah, because if you're not <laughs> thinking clearly, you ain't getting far with everything else. Yeah. Like, Fuck, I know all that all too well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But now nah, that's what I was thinking. Because mm-hmm. I know in, Jap- in Japan, or uh, they do a six-month waiting period before you get the gun. The first time you apply. And they interview family members, friends, neighbors to see how... Your behavior. Your behavior. It's always about the behavior. Yeah. That they're looking for. Mental. Mm-hmm. They the d- mental aspect They of check it. your yes. medication... Mm-hmm. history health and they're like okay you can have a gun and they're like okay we're good to go yeah that that sounds good but there's also like you know people can go years into their adult life and then all of a sudden develop something yeah mental health issue that's why they, they already like, own a firearm that's why they have that's daily checkups every two or four years something like that oh they do okay yeah they always check your medication like medication is like the first thing they check okay and then they determine if they got to go deeper mm-hmm. after that See, okay, that's kind of like what I was getting at yeah. with the checklist thing initially. But, but yeah, six like I said, six months, I feel like it's too much. It could be shorter, mm-hmm. especially here in Texas. <laughs> but, yeah. But I always feel like there should be like a privatized Because that's like a thing. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you go. Well, I was going to say it's like a double-edged sword because mm-hmm. if I'm trying to buy my first handgun for self-defense, like breaking and entering fuckers, yeah. uh, and I got to wait six months, but... Three months down the road, it happens, and I get killed. Yeah. All because I didn't have a gun. But I heard them breaking in. I had more than enough time. Called the cops. Guess what? Cops aren't going to get there in time. No. (laughs) Ever. And I get killed, and I was still waiting in the middle to get a fucking firearm. So there's a double-edged sword there. Yeah. So it, I don't know. It's it's tricky, man. It is. But yeah, I feel like a privatized, you know, supported company should take over mm-hmm. and check, you know, the gun regulations. Like, I feel like that would be a safer route to go than, hey, no more guns for people. I'd be like, what? Yeah, this what? idea that, <laughs> uh, you know, fucking dipshit over here ruined it for the rest of us. That yeah. is so fucking, that disciplinary action is retarded. Don't, 
Yeah. If I'm, am I allowed to say retarded? I don't know. I don't know. We'll find out. I guess people will come <laughs> destroy us through social media. No, you uh, said it. No, scared. Yeah, yeah. Come after me and don't leave one alone. I'll get deported. Uh, you know, it's like you know when you're kids in elementary school and that one kid acts up and so the whole class gets punished. Yeah, that is beyond fucking stupid. Yeah, I've never. Same thing that. applies in adult world. Okay, don't treat us like children. Yeah, you're gonna get fucking nasty consequences out of that, mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna be the one that gets crazy, but I know motherfuckers who will. Yeah. <laughs> like I've met them. Like, don't be treating everybody in this in the world in the country like we're all your fucking dumbass children. Yeah, and you're the ruler. You're the ruling class, and only you know how to rule people. Well, shut up. You're, right. you're a person <laughs> just like the rest of us. You got problems just like the rest of us. You take shits just like the rest of us. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. <laughs> like, <Right. laughs> don't sit there and act like you're just some fucking god of Egypt. Right. You know? And we're all just like privileged to be here amongst your presence. <laughs> That's how some of these politicians act, man. Yeah. But I don't know. Give a fuck less about them. But, right. but yeah, I've always wondered on that. I'm like, I want to get like someone else, like a hardcore, you know, gun person. And just ask them questions <laughs> to see their their someone, on it. Yeah, maybe we can find someone that's because uh, we works had at a gun shop. Old buddy of ours that's like super pro gun, mm-hmm. but like someone like him, like to see his thoughts on it, and um, also to make sure he's actually willing. being factual. <laughs> yeah, and not emotional. There's there's this too much emotion going on yeah. from every everywhere everywhere. Yeah, I try to step back. Whatever from you emotion. believe. Yeah. Eliminate the emotions first Because you're not on your best Mm -mm. Uh, Again Like to bring up Jocko Willink again The Navy SEAL guy uh, He talks He has a video on it Oh really? Yeah I haven't seen it yet You make your worst decisions While you're emotional Oh yeah 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 And I think he has an example Of like being in in a combat situation But yeah you don't dude You you're not thinking clear. You're you're panicking. There's all kinds of fear running through you, and then you're just like shouting, making the decision real quick. Yeah. Versus if you're calm and you're letting it all in, observing it, boom. Okay, I'll do this and that. That's what. You know, yeah. That's where you want to be. The collective state. Yeah. I guess I would call it. I don't think people understand like because fear's gonna be there, which is a good thing because it, yeah. it lets you know, hey, that's how we survive. This is something you need to address mm-hmm. now. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't how can I put this like with gun control? I don't think people know the importance of it in both aspects. Like it's mm-hmm. good to the uh, I hate the oh guns kill people. No, it's a tool. Shut up. <laughs> but like. When you buy a gun, like this is me, like when you buy it, you should be, you know, informed and taught. Yeah, I think there should be a hands-on training. Like you go, hey, you want to buy a gun? Okay, cool beans. Which one are you looking for? Mm -hmm. Okay, let's go to the back. Let me show you how to reload, you know. Well, once you're approved safely use it. Yeah, once you're approved for, you know, owning a gun, they'll go and give you a course. This is how you use it. Let's see your, how well you're skilled. Shoot and get the targets, you know. Do this whole process to teach you how to use the gun instead of just, oh, here's the gun and get out of here. Does that make sense? Yeah. I feel like that should be, because it's very important. Like, it's a tool, like you said, mm-hmm. that could be used both ways. Yeah. And it has to be taken 
with that importance mm-hmm. that it could take a life away mm-hmm. or it could save a life. And you you should be able to use it in both as- aspects, you know. Mm-hmm. If, 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 am I making sense? Mm-hmm. But I think you should be taught in how to use it when you buy one. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, that'd be good. Like, just the basics. Like, yeah. not like, you know, force you to do like weeks and weeks of training, yeah, like but like, but. yeah, like, just know how to make sure it's unloaded, fully unloaded, safe, like safe, just basic safe shit. Yeah. Uh, safe use. I think that I'm would for be that. good. And I've actually planned on doing that. Like when I do eventually buy one, like mm-hmm. I'm, I want to take training courses. Yeah. Cause just having a gun doesn't mean I'm going to be successful at defense yeah. at all. Not, not at all. Like you said, I'm going to go straight to panic mode. Right. And, oh, and shoot everywhere, shoot perfectly around the target right. <laughs> as he's coming at me with he's a like, what? freaking knife. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there should be a, a course. I think they'll help, you know, people, mm-hmm. especially in that situations when they have to use it so they don't panic, mm-hmm. but act accordingly to the situation. Mm-hmm. I think they'll be good. But that's just my thoughts. But is the government going to support that? Obviously not. That's why yeah. I want a privatized, you know, company that will go through all of that, because that'll be pretty cool. Yeah, if that ever happens. A solution for us. Yeah, because the solution's like always. Oh, get get rid of it. No, <laughs> no. Again, you're stupid. <laughs> like, yeah. has anyone ever seen the show on History Channel called Gangland? Each episode, you get to see these crazy auto fully automatic weapons that they get. They somehow have access to. No fucking problem. <laughs> I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. To think that taking guns away from law-abiding citizens it's gonna help. means a safer world. No. Because that's... It means there's going to be th- thugs running around with illegal guns and running not. amok. <laughs> and guess... And I'm sorry. There's just not enough police force for that kind of shit. No. Just like, uh, it's illegal to have cocaine, but, I mean, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> no problems getting a hold of drugs. Yeah. Guns are no different. I like your idea earlier. He was like, yeah, you get rid of guns, so we'll be walking with shields and swords. Oh, yeah. That would be pretty cool. (laughs) Yeah, we'll we'll all start doing the swords and spears. Yeah, yeah. Slingshots will come back, bow and arrows. Real men are going to be. And that's what, yeah, that's what guys are going to be carrying on their bodies instead of like a concealed gun or something. That would be pretty cool. Dude, that's what would happen. Start off. Random fight. <laughs> yeah. The people will be carrying bigger knives and shit. Yeah. And I think knife knife attacks would increase greatly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that's a thing. Mass knife attacks. But, mm. I don't know. It's just shitty that a person somehow comes to that conclusion. But that's why mental health needs to be addressed. Because that's... When someone's mentally ill to, in that state, they, yeah. they, they're not able to... You know, two plus two doesn't equal four to them. Two plus two somehow equals kill women (laughs) or go to a black church and start shooting people like Mm -hmm. that one kid. And it's like, they're just not all there, man. Mm -mm. And you kind of see it when you see their photos. You're just like, they just look like they're not there, man. Like they're missing a lot of wires. Yeah. It's weird. But I think there's a commonality with all these mass shooters is they they are on antidepressants i'm not sure don't quote me on that i've heard it uh actually i think 
Rogan talked about on his podcast. But yeah, that's the yeah, common tell me something theme mental. Them. It's um, yeah, mental health. Come on, folks. <laughs> right, mental health. <laughs> Which, but know. a lot of people don't like mental health, like because they're mental. Yeah, <laughs> or they don't believe in it, so to speak. Oh, the therapy the, thing. Oh, yeah. they give you like some stupid excuse, like uh, people with—is it schizophrenia? Where you see other people, you hear voices and yeah. shit. Yeah, people are like, "Oh, just like zone them out and like just don't ignore them." We're like, bro, yeah, you don't try know to heal it on your own. Yeah, you don't know what's real or not. Like, it's so real to you, and you don't know what's <laughs> going on with yourself. Yeah, you need someone who knows what the fuck's going on with you to explain it to you, yeah. so you can understand, get that realization. Mm-hmm. Like that's what therapy is good for, because I've went through a few sessions all last year, and like, dude, it, it's helpful, man. I recommend it. Like, yeah. you can just explain what's going on in your life, and the therapist is there to Guide give you, you. guidance. Yeah. They're not there to fix you. That's up to you. You got to work hard on that. Yeah. The therapist will just go, oh well, well, when when that person said that, you're you're right. When you you feeling that way when they treated you this way that mm-hmm. that's it, that is what they were doing da, da, da. you know they kind of back up reinforce what you think is to be true you know yeah. whatever and or what's wrong or not and they can help point shit out and give you that realization about yourself that you're not going to get on yeah. your own or you even realize it's it's wrong like it's so weird mm-hmm. and it's 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 a great thing too mm-hmm. when you get those from therapy sessions you're like ah shit cuz yeah. now you know what to work on and fix yeah and it, and you can more effectively cuz you have a target in your sights yeah. rather than <laughs> you're just aiming everywhere trying to fix yourself and, mm-hmm. and then you just keep dropping the ball and not staying up with yourself and yeah it don't work like that yeah that's a weird though be proactive on yourselves <laughs> is the best thing but yeah like what when I was losing sleep when I started hallucinating people and talking to them. When was this? I was working overnights and one oh. day there was a lady uh that did signage at the store. Uh-huh. And one day I always talked to her when she would come in. I'm like, Hey, how's it going? Well, by the looks of it, one day I wasn't receiving, walking out, and I saw her with her in the buggy with all the signs. Like she was there and I was talking to her about how her day was. And then the manager comes over. He was like, Hey, have you seen her today? And I was like, yeah, I was talking to her like an hour ago. She was like, okay. And he went, uh, he was paging her trying to find her. And he looks in the schedule. She was on vacation the whole week. And this was uh, like Wednesday night. And I was talking to her for the past three days. No fucking way. And he was like, Juan. You do realize she's on vacation. I was like, what? I was like, so I was talking to my subconscious this whole time. Whoa. I was like, I was so pissed. I was like, if I would have known, I would have asked like some serious questions <laughs> Dude. about myself. But it was like, I'm like how you are right now. It seemed real. That's how I pictured it. Dude, that's crazy. Like even the signage with, you know, promos. Yeah. Everything. I was like what in the world it was bizarre experience yeah. that shit doesn't even happen on shrooms dude right. not really <laughs> no, no shrooms shrooms are great <laughs> uh but handle handle them with respect right. <laughs> and be humble after your experience whether it was good or not <laughs> be humble uh but yeah. but yeah well 
Uh, I think that's it for that's today. It. Huh? All right. Unless you got anything else, Mister Hallucinating Man. No, not today. That's crazy. But real quick, wasn't that is that due to like? Because I remember you telling me for the longest time you're only doing like three hours sleeps in a every day. Yeah, three four hours. But I'm not talking continuous. It was like split apart. Like ten like you minutes catch here. up on the weekend. Or yeah. What? Oh, it wasn't all one session, three-hour no. sleeps? No. You were just, like, doing, like, quick mini-naps mm-hmm. all the time? Dude, no wonder you hallucinated. Like, I would sleep, like, ten minutes, wake up, go to school, come home, sleep, you know, one hour maybe, wake up, go to school again. And, like, I work, sleep, like, ten minutes during break. Overnight. Yeah. God. Or, like, 15 minutes during lunch, depending how tired I was. Yeah. And it was just, like like, the whole week from... Sunday morning to Friday morning was a day. It wasn't split days. For me, it felt like a full continuously oh, day because wow. it was just snaps. Because I would be like, oh, five o'clock. Okay. And I was like awake 5:30. most of the week. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. Yeah. Dude, that's scary. It is. I mean, it, that, it's weird oh. how much the human can push itself. But did I suffer from it? Hell yeah. Like, I didn't from eat doing as overnights. much, yeah. yeah, from sleeping that schedule. Oh, yeah. Like, I wouldn't eat. I would just eat once a day, which was at work. Dude, that's horrible. But I don't know. Then during the weekends, I would just sleep, like, 16-hour days. <laughs> just basically blow off your days off. Yeah, for, like, a day, and then oh, the next no. day, go back at it. Bro, it would suck. <laughs> well, I'm glad you stopped that shit, dude. Like, I always yeah. wondered that, too. You did overnights for a few years there, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, too. Two, dude, I dropped That's so much too, weight. Too many. <laughs> I dropped so much weight. Overnight shifts <laughs> just destroys your body. We're not nocturnal creatures no. at all. It's rare the person that's nocturnal. Very rare. Even if you then, think you are even one, then they're gonna. There's you're still gonna get health issues. Yeah. It, no matter what, if you do overnight shifts long term, yeah, you're gonna have heart problems. Mm-hmm. Period and sleep problems. Yeah, because I did it for three weeks straight. Uh, was that last year? Yeah, I think it was last year. You were Dude, dying. <laughs> third week, I I thought I was going to die from no sleep because it, it was getting to where my, like, because the time to go to sleep was like fucking 8 in the morning to like, you know, hopefully till 2 or 3 p.m. But your body don't let you. Body didn't let me after a while. Like, it, nope. it was like, well, we're supposed to be awake. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And I'm just <laughs> sitting there dreading work that night. Yeah. And it's like fucking 2 p.m. And you're like, is this and I'm over? not even sleeping. I'm trying. I can't. Mm-hmm. It was terrifying to me. And I was like, I'll never do overnight shifts for anybody ever mm-hmm. again. That was too suck. fucking stupid. Like, and my whole week's just ruined. Yeah. Because like, you're trying to get acclimated, so to speak. Yeah. And then the you schedule. then you go back to normal in your little week, little two days <laughs> off. And, and you're jacked up. And it doesn't work. It's just, I don't recommend it at all. Unless you, you sleep deprived the whole week, you could switch back. Easily. And this idea that you can go through life with barely any sleep. Eh-eh. Nope. Your body's going to make you pay for it somewhere. And to think when we were younger, we're like, yeah, I could stay up for this amount of hours. <laughs> Bro. Oh, yeah. yeah the all-nighters. Yeah, when I was with, like, little kids when we went to Waco, they were like, yeah, I'm going to stay up all night doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm over here, like, sleep-deprived. I'm like, Bro. It's so worth it. Yeah. Like, bro, like, <laughs> you think it's fun and games. I do it on a daily basis. Yeah. It's it's not. <laughs> it sucks. 
Yeah, that that feeling too, that lack of sleep feeling, like you just it felt like my skin was trying to jump off my yeah. skeleton. Bro, you're so tired. It's hard to describe, but it's like your face just feels fucking weird and And you can't think, right? Like no. oh bro, Dude. like the item numbers, like there's six digits. And for a year I would see the same six digits. Damn. Like I would literally I'd be like, Okay, I gotta get it. eight seven six eight eight six. I'll be like, Okay. I would leave the paper, go with the dolly to get the fridge. Not even 20 steps. I was like, what was the freaking number? And yeah. I walk back. Yeah. I've, yeah. And I'm like, okay. And I would do that like three times. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll just take the stupid paper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't remember anything like Dude. at all. It just goes in and out. Yeah. It sucks. Your your brain's just not functioning as, as, as best at all. But yeah, I don't recommend it to anybody. If you could avoid it, avoid it. Yeah. If you if it's your only option, make it very fucking temporary. Yeah. Because by the time you get back to normal daytime hours, you're gonna find that transition pitiful, uh, miserable, yeah. and scary. Like it, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But all right. all right, I guess we'll wrap it up mm-hmm. for today. All right, folks. Until next time, y'all take care of. Just love each other. Don't commit to reckless hate, please. (laughs) Or, you know, don't even... Who cares about listening to what the fuck we're saying? Right. (laughs) Like like we're just doing these goofy-ass moral things at the end. (laughs) Because of shit. Just be good people. Might help someone. (laughs) Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you on the next one. Bye. Adios.